0: I'm black star Sean Edwards. And this is Ruthless Ray Smith, and, and we're, we're Black Hollywood. Hollywood. You're now listening to Marking Out. Yeah, you already know. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Markin Pro wrestling, out, like pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. like this. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Ladies and gentlemen, this is marking out episode 175. Uh, it is currently 11:10 p.m. Which, for those of you who aren't smart enough to figure out the difference between a.m. and p.m. Uh, well first of all, I just have to say I don't think that there's anyone out there unless you're under the age of maybe four, five, six. I don't know what age you start learning time. but it is the evening time and I decided uh, as long as as well as Dave decided to uh, just press record. So this is us starting episode 175. I am your host Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at bttG161. You could follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave_Mo. Uh, we're also joined by Dave this week. How are you doing? You you got it all <laughs> wrong. It is
1: Dave the Rave. That oh yeah, you did that already. You did I, no, that. I didn't say Dave the Rave that all the ladies crave. Yeah, but there
0: I, I refuse to. I'm not living the
1: gimmick. <clears throat> You got to live the gimmick.
0: No, you don't, because you come to find out that living the gimmick doesn't make life easier. And, uh. It doesn't, but it's Dave, the rave that all
1: the ladies crave. And yes, you were listening to Marking Out, episode 175. You can check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Marking Out. Go follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash Marking Out. Go listen to all of our past episodes. At marketingad. Do not buy the T shirt because it is not available through us. And we um, you wish can follow you Brandon the... on Twitter at btg one oh. six one. And yeah, good times. And we wish you
0: the best, best of luck. luck in your future endeavors. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Seriously, yeah. let's let's kick off the show. I'm, I'm already you know how many people probably just turned off the podcast because they thought that... No, no, like, no, nope. nope, they didn't hear the dun, dun, dun. And well, you just did it. Well, that's not in collaboration with Best of Luck in Your Future Endeavors, which I don't know how that got started even. I just think Chris did it one day and it sounded great. So kudos to Chris. Uh, we are two and a half minutes into this episode. Uh, well, you guys are longer into the episode we're two and a half minutes into recording the episode though uh let's kick it off with some fan comments and questions shall we
1: we shall up first shall. what
0: the hell is shall <laughs> That's
1: it's, too, it's too late it's like, i i know i have a coffee in my hand and i have a coffee
0: in my hand honey but <laughs> uh yeah whatever first comment <laughs> question is from andrew f And nobody's drinking, by the way. Brandon doesn't drink, as people should know. And Dave, he's a tank, but...
1: Yeah, I'm not drinking right now. Well, besides coffee.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I have water, if that counts. Yeah, why not? Andrew F. writes in, Hey, guys, now that it's summer, which I'm going to be a dick here, it's not summer yet. What a dick. (laughs) But it's coming, and I know what you mean, because it feels like summer, I'm back and ready to comment on every market Out again. <clears throat> awesome show, as always. Definitely the longest. It's close to 200, which is crazy because I started at episode 50. Uh, which, that's awesome that you started at episode yeah, that 50. Yeah,
1: is, that is definitely sick. Brandon started at like... Uh, episode
0: two. 2 or 3. <clears throat> yeah, before everybody else could listen to it. And then I listened to the first episode, and yeah, then
1: went downhill since he joined.
0: No, I don't think so. It was an uphill battle. Yeah, it was the climb. Uh, Who do you (laughs) think? Yes, great in concert. Uh, Was great in concert. I haven't seen it recently. But who do you think will be more successful? Bo Dallas, Adrian Neville, Sami Zayn, or Tyler Breeze? from the returning number 2 mark at Drewfem 97 ps believe and all your dreams will come true like the uh LA Kings sorry if that one hurt sorry if uh you're wrong as of right now <laughs> so and then he went out to say oh and on that cane note maybe he needs some anger management so yeah. uh, let's say who we think will be more successful.
1: All right, let's do it up. I'm going to go with Sami Zayn. One, could, um, I, That's what I'm – i I'm, The only reason – I'm going Zane, uh, with Zayn over them because he does speak uh, multiple languages. He cuts a great promo, great in the ring. Um, and I don't know if Neville has the same mic skills that he does. And Breeze, I just see Breeze being like – falling in the same boat as Fandango, Santino, and all of them. And Bo Dallas, I'm just not going to acknowledge as being up there.
0: Yeah, and I definitely want to say that Sami Zayn will be the more successful one. I know every time that I've had the opportunity to watch him live on the independent circuit, I was absolutely blown away in a time period where I... Really didn't like going to shows of that caliber. Yeah, like, you. It, I, took, I really, it
1: took a lot to get you into independent wrestling. Not,
0: not really necessarily independent wrestling because I loved going to NYWC. I absolutely loved going to PWS. It was the shows like Dragon Gate and Ring of Honor that I just didn't. I didn't have the energy to go to. I didn't want to go to those shows. Mm-hmm. The fans just completely turned me off of going to that shit. And uh Sami Zayn, El Generico was just such a breath of fresh air to watch him get in the ring and from literally I have said this before on the podcast, from the start of his entrance to the end of his match, uh, celebrating and everything, was some of the the best moments of independent wrestling that I've seen.
1: Yeah, you could even go back in on YouTube and watch Sami Zayn, uh generico matches, and they really don't get old. I mean, whether you're watching him versus Daniel Bryan or him versus uh, Kalisto, they're always good and always top ca- uh, caliber. Um,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: So I guess the both of us are going to go with Sami Zayn with this. I mean, not to say that Bo Dallas isn't good, but I don't – like his mic skills are – They're very good, but I just don't see him on the same level as Zane or Neville. I mean, maybe in the same boat as Breeze though. It's I mean that's
0: that's up in the air. But definitely I mean I can see
1: I can see Bo Dallas and Tyler Breeze doing like US, IC, stuff like that, but not uh, caliber.
0: That's the thing with wrestling. We don't know the future. And we never will. Unless you write it. I mean, but Yeah, that's yet to be shown though. Well, not really, Uh but you can move on to the next question. I'm going to move
1: on to the next question from Jasmine. Hey, guys. Great show as always. Sorry for not commenting, uh, commenting the last couple of episodes. Don't worry. I'm still thoroughly enjoying your podcast episodes each week. Thanks for wishing me luck once again on my finals. I am happy to say that I've passed all my classes with good grades, so I'm ready to enjoy this summer. I look forward to listening to your podcast during beach trips. So how awesome was Dean Ambrose's promo this past Monday on Raw? It's really fun to watch and listen as he shows this really demented and sort of unstable character that just makes you want to go, wow, this guy is nuts, but it's just so awesome. Also, how long do you think Damien Sandow will be playing all these different characters and personalities? Thanks again for the always entertaining podcast episodes. You guys are awesome. At reverse ReverseNMSage. Uh, thank you very much for writing in, commenting. Thank you for continuing to listen. Yes. Um, very happy to hear that you got good grades in your finals, and your classes. Congratulations. You're moving forward. So, <laughs> good job. That? What do you mean you're moving
0: forward? What that you're mean? moving
1: to the next grade level. Congratulations. So, that's awesome. Um... Yeah, no worries with commenting, but what do you, what did you think about that Ambrose stuff? Do you want to... That... I...
0: Hmm.
1: Do I want to talk about it now or later? I don't know. I think... Well, let's, let's talk about we, it. I think we all know what kind of a caliber Damien... Uh, Damien. Uh, Dean Ambrose could cut, like, promo-wise. We've seen a lot of his independent stuff. We've seen him on WWE television cutting promos, so... We know what to expect, and it's good to see him being allowed to uh, cut promos like that.
0: Yeah, well, I'll I'll just talk about it right now, I guess. But, um, I mean, not that the whole thing was good with the whole segment-wise, because 3MB was randomly out there, and they were like, yeah. "Oh, we don't, we don't." Uh, I didn't get or that at let's, all. Let's fight, and then oh, let's just have Reigns and Ambrose come down and beat up. Uh, Three man band didn't make too yeah, much it, sense to me. It made no sense to me. But Ambrose, oh my goodness, what like that was such. If I had to compare it, I would go back to his days as John Moxley, and with those promos. It was just like so captivating and so incredible that i have no other words to like if i had a thesaurus i'd have tons of words to describe it
1: yeah but <laughs> um well someone cool. that doesn't need a thesaurus let's get on with that damien sandow uh i think that is actually very entertaining uh with the different characters and personalities i'm a fan of it and it seems like a lot of the fans in the audience are getting pretty much behind it um yeah it's a comedy
0: all of it though it's not not
1: not all of it i mean this past week on raw this past week he was on
0: fucking fire
1: oh completely sorry to
0: drop the f word but but
1: even but even still i kind of see this going somewhere because it's building it's very slowly it's building support of the fans and once it gets to the point where everybody's supporting him you could switch it like that I mean, Damien Sandow right now is captivating a good amount of the crowd. Yeah. So I can yeah. see this kind of uh, – you're going to have a lot of the IWC ranting about it, about this is stupid. They're breaking him down. They're burying him. But when you actually think, in about, think about it, A, they're using him. B, they're actually getting people behind him in what they're doing to him. So maybe they're just doing a little bit of reverse psychology on the wrestling fans.
0: Is there no C, David? That was a terrible Cookie Monster impression. Sorry for that. Move on. What (laughs) do you think about that with the reverse psychology? I don't know. It's something if I'm assuming hopefully the fans will be able to push WWE towards pushing Sandow back up to where he could be. Well, I mean, you've said it.
1: Originally on the show, with the right. you got to bro- break them back down to build them up. And I think that this is part of this isn't even part of the breaking down phase. I think that right now, this is the slowly building phase. I mean, just because,
0: just because how it's building the as in the, he's already been broken down.
1: Yeah. I think that right now, it's kind of that they're building that support behind him because you're going to have a lot of people questioning why they're doing this to him building the support. I mean, I, I think it's all reverse psychology that they're using on the IWC.
0: It's definitely it'll be something interesting to keep looking out for, and and I really do hope that Damian Sandow goes to like the highest of highs in WWE. Yeah, because for I'm sure. such a supporter of him.
1: Yeah, I think I think a lot of us are, and to that, that to that person at WrestleMania 20, which one did we go to? 28. Uh, we went uh, to
0: 29 too, bro. Yeah,
1: twenty eight. We saw Sandow um, wrestle uh, at the N- when they were doing the NXT or whatever FCW whatever they had at the time. The it exhibitions. Was NXT. It was yeah. NXT. Yeah, like when they were doing the exhibitions, there was Sandow was wrestling. I think, I think. Kruger. And was someone, I
0: there for that?
1: Yeah, this was during the. I think you and Chris were elsewhere, and I was watching the wrestling. So I don't say yeah, but but there was a there was a few like few fans by me. That were just ripping apart Sandow, saying this guy is never gonna make it. He sucks. He's awful, and they they <laughs> didn't, they didn't even have any clue that he used to be on SmackDown. It's the same
0: had, the same fans that are now like Adam Rose, Adam Rose.
1: Yeah. So to those fans, uh, go f yourself.
0: Um, that's a trip, man. I I really I still like sometimes like I very rarely, just when you brought it up uh, with Sandow being on SmackDown before, it's like
1: yeah, it's funny. Like,
0: and it's funny because when we first saw Damien Sandow debut, I was like, oh my, like I marked out. I was like, this looks like so-and-so from, I forgot what his past name was. Uh, Idol. Oh, Aaron Idol, right? Um, oh, Aaron Idol. Something like that. I don't know. Is it Idol even? Yeah, like, it's definitely Idol. Whatever it was, I was like, oh my God, that looks like him. And then you came back to me. You're like, oh. Idol Stevens. Idol Stevens. Yeah. It was, was Aaron Idol? Like I wonder if that's somebody. Maybe. But Idol Stevens, and what was the other one? Idol Stevens and...
1: I don't recall, but she, he was in a tag team with the, Michelle McCool yeah, as the, the uh, manager.
0: The teacher's pets. Yeah. And I marked out so much when I was like, oh my god, that looks like him. And then you were like, no, it, it is him. I was like, oh, <laughs> look, he grew a beard. Yeah. yeah. Um, moving on to Jason Linick wrote into us,
1: number one, I Quit is in reference to the movie That Thing You Do. It's a great movie, and I hope I'm not the only one who appreciated Brandon's subtle references. Another great Tom Hanks movie would be, definitely have to be Catch Me If You Can.
0: And, and if you guys don't know, if you're listening right now, don't know what Jason's talking about. Last week, uh, who who quit last week? Batista. Uh, Batista. And Batista. I, say, I was like, he quit. He quit. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah! So, i had no clue what your reference was yes yeah, so it's to that thing you do which is one of my favorite movies tom hanks is an awesome uh what movie is of, that even that thing you do they're a band from the 60s the wonders i don't know oh man you definitely I know the song I'd... and everything
1: probably I, but it just doesn't ring a bell to it's me it's such and a catch, good movie catch me if you can is definitely an awesome movie
0: yeah, I think there's... Um, I haven't found a Tom Hanks movie that isn't awesome, so... Uh,
1: there's a few out there. Okay, relax. There's a few out there. Uh, number two, I guess I'm the first person to comment about WWE going on a house cleaning rampage. As of this comment, the list is up to ten. Who, su- who surprises you the most as being released? To me, it would have to be Drew McIntyre and Mahal, but more about McIntyre for me. I thought he had a lot of potential, and was stuck in a rut with the three-man band gimmick. Thanks guys from Jason at Jay Linick. Go follow him, awesome stuff. Also go check out the Long Island Ducks where you could hear him doing uh, some calling some of the action over
0: there. Yeah. Uh with in regards to WW Cleaning House, uh we'll save that for afterwards, but oh uh, well, you want to Okay. Yeah, well, well let's, let's go Yeah, in. okay, let's what? I was gonna say How let's is we'll answer, this. We'll
1: answer who we're surprised about, and then we'll go into detail about it. Well, like we still have on. one
0: more question. Alright,
1: alright. So let's hold off then. Yeah.
0: Hold off. Because it's still also the next question also deals with the Gee, spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah, well, spoiler alert, we have a comment, question, perhaps from Broski Ben. Uh, hello, Marks and Marquettes with a smiley face with the 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 tongue out, but if the tongue's not out, it's just a wide smile.
1: There's no it, tongue in there.
0: It, it's, yeah, the red part is the tongue, but it's not out. It's not the sticking mouth. out. It's just the mouth. I okay. don't know how to describe a, an emoticon, or whatever the things are called. Emoji. Um, smiley face, who knows. That's what happened back in the AOL Instant Message days. But, well, what a week for WWE. So many releases and the Shield storyline. Now, with Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal gone, do you think that Heath Slater will be released? Personally, I think he will be. His daughter was born this week, so I assume he'll be off-screen to bond with her. And then, when you get back, uh, you have no more goofy antics of Three Man Band. Maybe the fans will appreciate him more now and cheer for him after his friends have gone, but I doubt it. Anyways... Uh were you going to say something? No, no, no. I was going comment <laughs> about that. Anyways, have a nice week and keep up the awesome podcast. Kind regards. I like that one. Broski Ben. P.S. Uh, please like my meme page. That's not best for business. Pop. Another smiley face with the mouth open. So uh, thank you for your comment. Your kind regards. Yeah, I like that uh, ending too. Um, All right, so let's do we see. Well, let's, let's answer, start with
1: uh, Jason's question okay. with the surprises. Uh,
0: which one surprises? Which one surprised you the most? I would have to say that it is three man band mm-hmm. with the exclusion of uh, Heath Slater.
1: Yeah, it just, to
0: me, to me, it's something it doesn't make sense because for the past two pay per views, they've been involved with like the hottest match of the night for for some like for an opener for an, for a pre show kickoff match or whatever.
1: Yeah, I got, I got to agree with that with the three man band. I mean, with the amount that they've used them from even in with the uh, over overseas and everything, they have been on the card a lot. So I was just very surprised with that. Um, it, and that's a good point with the Heath Slater uh, just having the birth of his child.
0: Which is so, why I don't think they're going to release him. But you have to figure he'll probably take
1: a, out uh, some sort of a leaf to help take care of the kid.
0: Perhaps WWE already has like some storyline idea for a return.
1: Possibly. I, I mean, just to, But he's also a big character on the JBL and Cole show. Yeah, Clem. Yeah, so I don't think that Slater would be going anywhere just from that alone. I mean, you don't really see Mahal and McIntyre on the J.P. and Cole show, which if you don't watch it, you really should. It's yeah. really funny.
0: You just you just call me Doc, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I still laugh. I watched that again before. It's so it's funny. it's perfect. Yeah, like so-
1: there's so many inside jokes on that show, and like it's just pretty much you're watching the wrestlers kind of. Do what they're not allowed to do on television most of the time. That's what it seems, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, But let's, I guess, let's get into the releases from today.
1: Yeah, let's do it up. Um, Where do you want to
0: start? Well, start with the fact that I appreciate how I have a wrestling fan base support group. (laughs) That, like, I'm sleeping and I'll get notifications from four different people telling me so-and-so has been released. Yeah, I know.
1: I texted you right away. I had and then Chris I had, texted me, and then Brad texted me.
0: Yeah, I had a lot of people so, text me. Whoa! But uh, yeah, Mr. Popularity, right? seriously.
1: I, <laughs> my apologies. I didn't realize who I was talking to right now.
0: In high school, nobody texted me. That's because they didn't have
1: texting back in nineteen eighty-nine.
0: And seven years after high school, everybody texts me. <laughs> it makes me so happy.
1: <laughs> poor, poor guy. Poor guy. <laughs> All right, so let's get on man.
0: with yes.
1: Brodus Clay was released, three-man band, uh, well, Jader Mahal, Drew McIntyre. Uh, Rever- you referee
0: got, Mark Harris, let's not forget about him.
1: Yep, Kurt Hawkins, uh, very surprising there. Surprising, uh, surprisingly Aksana. surprising. Yeah, Oksana. Uh,
0: another one, Evan Bourne, we haven't seen in two years. Yeah,
1: Evan Bourne.
0: He's released. Yoshi Tatsu, uh, mm. Theodore Long. JTG. Yeah, JTG was the last one to go as of now. Hopefully it's the last knock on wood. Um, JTG was pretty surprising. He held on for a pretty long time.
1: It, it became kind of a joke because at once he was the last person released, as you may have mentioned too, and everybody was just saying how, tweeting out about how he's untouchable, how he can't, how he, he'll never be fired after surviving for this long. And then after all that got out, he was released.
0: Yeah, his, he tweeted, damn it, why did I answer the phone? Yeah. Um, um, let's break it down. Okay. Um, Theodore Long. Okay, fine. I was going to say Teddy Long. Hall of Fame next one or two years? I'd go,
1: yeah, one or two years. I mean, the guy's done so much for the business overall from what he did with WCW, et cetera.
0: That's what, um, that's what should happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. fine with
1: him being released. He hasn't been uh, used apparently he was coming up on his contract too, and he wasn't really going to be renewing it to take some time away. Okay. So, I mean, it's understandable.
0: Um, it's always great seeing Teddy long. So maybe we'll see him on the indie circuit doing like managerial stuff. I highly, I, I d- doubt I could, it. Just t- I could see him
1: just taking a step back from wrestling. It's just taking a, yeah, was, a break.
0: I was going to say, I doubt it, but you never know. Yeah. Um, who else?
1: All right, let's go with Brodus Clay.
0: Well, Brodus Clay, as we know, was announced already, signed with Pro Wrestling Syndicate. Oh, I, I hate that word, signed. He didn't sign yeah.
1: anywhere. Yeah, Fuck that. It's not signed. Don't say they didn't, they didn't sign with you. Stop that.
0: Yeah. Well, Brodus no Clay there. was announced for yes. PWS September. Uh,
1: um, Exana. Exana, I'm pretty much surprised with because she has come a long way from where she was. She was making a lot of improve, improvements. She was being used a lot on television compared to a lot of other divas on the roster too.
0: Yeah, and this, um, honestly, aside from that one little thing with Naomi that happened with her eye, yeah. Oksana, I thought was r- like a really good wrestler.
1: I mean, I wouldn't. I don't For know. For
0: WWE standards, she was def- she, yeah,
1: she was definitely she was definitely good. She was definitely good.
0: Yeah, um, and that's I'm, like. Uh, hopefully she'll be able to go out and be part of the other like women wrestling companies that are out there. I don't know if she would and shine there, know. which isn't a fucking whatever. I don't what? even know what word to say. I said sh- I, like hopefully yeah, shine or
1: shimmer. Yeah, but I, I wasn't. Making I can't see her show. in. I can't see it though.
0: But that's like the thing we don't know.
1: And what's weird is like from reading stuff, she was one of the people that Triple H was high on. So it's just kind <laughs> of uh, awkward, and plus she's like, if I'm not mistaken, she got the first winner this year, or she got the first win of the Divas like division. She was on the first Raw this year, and she was making in the beginning of the year. She really did uh, show that she, how like how big the of a stride she was making.
0: Um, so
1: Camacho, not surprised. Was he, I mean they. What was- I mean, they were using him on NXT, but I even said it on the show last week or whatever. He, I see no, no, I see nothing from him.
0: Perhaps, maybe he could do like a Mexico stint or something.
1: I mean, Mexico stint. I, I mean, he could go over to New Japan, join his yeah. brother.
0: Yeah. Are they brothers? I think so. Right. Camacho is, is who's Camacho's son? Uh, father. Is it Haku. And then Tonga is Haku's kid? No. Yeah. No that yeah. who's Barbarian's fucking.
1: Uh what's
0: her face? Just her? Tapping? I think so. I think so. Oh. I don't know. That I'm confused by that. But
1: really now. I can't see Camacho going going far anywhere. Evan Bourne? Uh, J J Evan Bourne, yeah. Evan Bourne you're gonna see on Ring of Honor and PWG and he'll he'll make a name for himself again on the indies
0: so look out for matt Seidel, i assume
1: yeah he'll be back matt Seidel.
0: that still like puzzles me like so much why like how did he not return Uh, it's i don't get how creative couldn't
1: figure out anything for him even if just for an appearance at the royal rumble i think it's stupid
0: i'm like that's completely baffling is how we went it's so many years so far and we haven't seen him
1: what I think is stupid that you kept him around for so long, dragging him by a chain. Yeah. Uh, I think that he should have been released a lot sooner. Uh, you could always re-sign him. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not that bad. Uh, the referee, he's probably done. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what, what does a referee do when he gets released. He gets a job at the local supermarket. I don't know.
0: Not, he'll do a podcast, put us out of business.
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, Who else was there? Uh,
0: Yoshitatsu.
1: Oh yeah, Yoshitatsu. Hopefully, go back to New Japan. What are the Japanese wrestlers? No, he's not going to go to New Japan. He'll probably do the indie stint. Yeah, he'll
0: do the indie stint. What did who who did WWE sign from Japan? Uh, Kenta. Which makes me think that's why Yoshi got released. Yeah, God
1: forbid that the WWE has more than one. Uh, a Japanese wrestler in the system.
0: That's I really have to feel like that. And people are going to write in and be like, oh, Kai and Tai, this person, that person, but different era. Different era. Completely different era.
1: Vince McMahon's memory is not as good as it used to be. He can't remember the name of two of them. Come on.
0: I don't think it's that. I I think it's like, oh, man, are fans going to care about two Japanese people on TV at the same time? And it's kind of funny because, like, uh, Tatsu's wrestling was
1: very watered down. As to compare yeah. to what he was in New Japan, like in Japan, he was strong. He was known for his strong style. WWE
0: should WWE should have let him go to his max. You couldn't. That's horseshit.
1: I don't think you can because there if was you so watched, much
0: potential there with with him that yes. they should have done that, and people would have been behind it.
1: No, hold mm-hmm. on, because in New Japan, the wrestling is strong style. You have hard hitting, hard strikes. If you put that on WWE television, if you have Tatsu doing those strong style, it's going to make – Oh, because then that makes
0: John Cena look weak. It,
1: it makes everyone look weak. That isn't a strong style. It makes the, everyone else's punches look weak. Everyone else's kicks look weak.
0: That's horseshit. It, then that, that's a sign for everybody else to step it the fuck up.
1: No, it's, it's not stepping up. It's the style though. It's the way that you're throwing the kicks. It's the way that you're, you're almost connecting, the way that you're throw, uh, putting right. everything together. Like, it's just complete. uh, it's a completely different way. Like, that's why they do have – at least I'm assuming that's why they have the developmental center and why they do have you kind of uh, trained to be a part – be a WWE wrestler because it's just – it is a different style. I mean, you can't really – you bring one style in and it could really make everything else look really bad. So, I guess – Hawkins
0: yeah Kurt Hawkins was released as well
1: yeah uh this is unfortunate I mean we've been a supporter of Kurt Hawkins from the start
0: yeah he just uh just passed what seven or is it eight years now I'm uncertain or is it nine years did they sign in 2005 or six
1: I don't know um, but overall, it's just upsetting to see Kurt Hawkins, uh,
0: released. You know what though? It's like, it's, it's, it's upsetting to see him released from WWE, but at the same time, it's like, fuck, I cannot wait. It's like when Trent Beretta was released, I was upset Yeah, and he tore up the independent scene. Well, but
1: the thing is, Trent and... Kurt there you have two different wrestling styles. It I mean, doesn't matter. Gonna, no, no, it doesn't matter hold on, what kind hold of Hold on. Hold on. You're not gonna see Kurt Hawkins doing I mean, I don't see Kurt Hawkins really doing the same thing as Trent Beretta did in uh PWG. But I see stuff like that. I mean I could see I, him going over there, but
0: when I watch Trent wrestle, it's not it's not always high flying moves and stuff. There's a technical aspect to Trent Beretta.
1: Yeah, but there's I there's a technical aspect
0: to a bunch of those guys.
1: What I want to see out of Kurt Hawkins, I want to see Kurt Hawkins go to New Japan Pro Wrestling. I want to see him align himself with the killer elite squad, uh Vance Archer and uh Harry Smith. I think that they could make an awesome trio because right now you have them tagging over there. Kurt Hawkins goes over there, joins them, makes it into a trio. And I think that it would really make a big – an even bigger name for Kurt Hawkins and it will grow his popularity. I mean Archer and Harry Smith, they weren't they weren't that hot of a deal when they got out of the WWE. I mean maybe Smith was a little bit but – kind really. of. really. I mean yeah, but it lost steam. But in New Japan, they really made – they redefined themselves and right. redefined their careers. I mean you have both of them doing things that you've never seen them do. I mean they're – verbally abusing the fans they are flipping them off they're just acting like they're making characters out of themselves that they never had a chance to do and i think hawkins as a heel over there with killer elite squad would own
0: and uh i mean there's definitely a lot that i want to see from kurt hawkins 2014 the rest of 2014 2015 and on whenever and uh yeah i mean he has created pro wrestling where uh, you could go check out Creative Pro
1: Wrestling. Yeah, uh, his, his, wrestling school, Hicks, yeah his wrestling school. Yeah, wrestling school in Hicksville. Hicksville. Um, but so check that out. Overall, I mean, it's just I mean, sky's the cup- limit.
0: Sky's the limit with these guys and girls. Oh,
1: for all of them, I mean, no, you can't even single out any of them in, in regards to that statement because you never know, and who can make who out of whatever.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if somebody's going to be listening to this and they'll like joke about it and whatever. But oh, let's read. one thing we'd even talk about uh,
1: Mahal and McIntyre. We mentioned it before. Well, but... that's
0: why I, I didn't re- really re-mention it was that we said it before. But yeah,
1: where uh, do you, you? I mean, Mahal. I can't. I could can see oh, I Mahal see. doing small indie stuff, but I can't see anything much from Mahal anymore. Is he from Detroit, I uh, feel like
0: he'd be like. In that area, or something. I don't recall. But with um, Drew McIntyre, I really, I just see him taking the Jomo route. Yeah, well, I, not I, the exact route. I don't see him being like an actor or anything. What's funny, I could see McIntyre
1: in Ring of Honor though, and make it. I would love that. I would absolutely I, love that. And I don't I like can Ring see of Honor. McIntyre, Matt Hardy. I I think that he could go into Ring of Honor, and it will be a crowd that will accept him. You, you know what I mean? Cut like out how there
0: for a second though. You said it was did you say McIntyre versus Matt Hardy?
1: No, no, no. I was saying with Ring of Honor how they how they first rejected Matt Hardy and he made it into he made it he made it huge with Ring of Honor. Currently, he's making it huge with his with his run with Ring of Honor.
0: Oh, he's making it huge.
1: I mean, if Drew McIntyre goes to Ring of Honor, that crowd is going to accept him with open arms, especially because of everyone knowing and recognizing the untapped potential with Drew McIntyre.
0: Yeah, and like I was going to say before, is that people can make fun of my opinion or not. I don't know if they will. If anyone will, and I don't know if people will agree with me, I don't know if you'll agree with me, but you, you'll you never know of these people that got released, of anyone who gets released, you never know who will end up main eventing somewhere.
1: No, I mean, I, I would never say that you're wrong for your opinion. I'm, you always
0: say I'm wrong for my opinion. Don't try and cover your no, ass no. up with a...
1: I'll, I'll, I, will, I will screenshot some Facebook convos with you where you tell me every conversation that you might... Because
0: your about? opinions are wrong. They turn out to be wrong. <laughs> I can miss um, every situation in which I've been right and you've been wrong. I, know I feel like can... Edge every single time I talk to you.
1: Um, but what about TNA-wise? Do we see any of them going to TNA?
0: Honestly, I really hope I really hope not just because TNA seems like they're closing their doors soon.
1: Uh, I, I, of
0: the people, Evan Bourne would fit fantastic to help Dixie Carter build up an X-Division. Um, I could see
1: Hawkins with Bateman, but uh, like I don't know.
0: I don't know if I could see that.
1: I, like um, I, I really don't know.
0: Do I see Brodus Clay even? I don't know if I see Brodus Clay know. going to TNA or something.
1: I could see Brodus Clay doing TNA. I mean, I can't really see him doing anything else. Clay, I can't see it, PWG or Ring of Honor. So, I mean, maybe he'll go back to security. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he'll do a world tour, go yeah. to Japan. Go to Japan for a little bit. I mean, that may be good for that's, him. That's yeah, what, that's that's what Albert is.
0: Well, that's that's what Albert I... I did. When we spoke earlier, I was saying how I could see Brodus Clay in, go to Mexico. And yeah. it doesn't it necessarily... When I say go to Mexico... It's not always about high flying to me, which it really, for the most part, kind of is. But then you have guys that look at Mark Jindrak, went over to Mexico after getting released from WWE or whatever, and he did such good stuff for himself there. Now he's Marco Corleone Mm -hmm. wrestling in Mexico being great. And it's yeah. just untapped potential that Bros. Clay could end up going to Mexico. He can go to Japan, like you said that Tenzai did. Albert, whatever you want to call him, Jason Albert, whatever his name is now on NXT.
1: Did yeah, wonders you ne- for him. You really never know. But I mean we really we hope the best for all of these wrestlers. Yeah. Um, we would never wish anything less than the best for them. And less uh hopefully them. we see them on television as soon as possible and yeah, I don't he, see them doing well.
0: Kurt well, Hawkins already has a bunch of dates. He's he's got announced for Pro Wrestling Syndicate. He's got yeah. Beyond Wrestling this weekend. He's got JCW in New Jersey. Uh, two, yeah, two nights there. So, yeah, he's
1: got Friday and Saturday at Jersey Championship Wrestling. Yeah, so there's well, a lot. WS, so
0: there's a lot coming from these guys, and you like it's not. You're. you're what am I trying to say? This is not the last time you'll hear of any of them.
1: Yeah, or at least we hope not.
0: There, there's no way, except for Mark Harris. I don't know where referees go. I will have to ask.
1: I know. <laughs> I really. I. Like, <laughs> I feel bad well, laughing at that. I mean, that and that's a funny thing because referees are really that that scarce uh, position in
0: it, wrestling. It's weird though. Like I don't. I don't even know any ref. Like I can't think of referees who's, who have been released. Like I know, uh, I just know that they just go away. Yeah, and they, they become just, new people. It's
1: like it's like field of dreams. They just like walk into the the cornfield and disappear. Which I that's feel the,
0: terrible saying that
1: because that's what the referees do. They just walk. They just walk into the the cornfield and just disappear.
0: Because referees are a very important part of the match. So
1: they are. I mean, they're without them, they're, you're not having a match.
0: Well, we've seen matches that don't include referees before, haven't we? Or no? Does that even make a sense? Does that even make a sense? I
1: don't, I don't know. know.
0: Well um, we said that at the same time. Yeah, But that's yeah, kind those of... those are the people that got released and uh, I guess speaking so, speaking of Pro Wrestling Syndicate. Yeah. Uh, sounds good to me. This past weekend uh, made a big return. A huge return at the Rahway Rec Center in Rahway, New Jersey with uh, P W S Supercard. Uh, from top to bottom, this, uh, card. Yeah, you went to it. Like, how was the crowd for this? The crowd, they, they touted saying that there was like 1500 people there and there definitely had to be, it was a mm-hmm. oh, huge, huge crowd. And the crowd, um, if you've never been to, uh, as far as pro wrestling, that's like the largest independent show I've ever been at. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you could say that, too, for yourself. Uh, I mean, Ring of Honor came close once, as, when, as far as when we went. But the fans, these fans love Pro Wrestling Syndicate. And they are loud yeah, they're, as they they're big. very
1: devoted. From the Sign Girls to Clark, they're all very devoted to uh, the wrestlers.
0: Yeah, so they definitely helped make this show something special. And uh, just from top to bottom, there there wasn't a bad match. Yeah,
1: the show kicked off with uh, CPA winning the Super Cup Battle Royal. Yeah, this was the Uh, pre-show.
0: You also had the Untouchables defeating Amazing Red, Brian XL, uh, the BWO, and the Handicapped Heroes, which was uh, Zach Dowin and Gregory Iron. And uh, isn't it uh, that now the Untouchables are the number one
1: contenders? Yes, so now we're gonna be seeing uh, the Untouchables going for the tag team championship at some point.
0: Um, in regards to the Handicap Heroes, uh, I don't. I've never seen. I I've, I haven't seen much of Gregory Iron uh-huh. online, and just seeing him wrestle live—that's awesome. That he could go out there and wrestle like that, and that's awesome for Zach Allen that he can go out there do like the one-legged leg drops and moonsault and everything and balance in the ring like that and for Gregory Iron to be out there it's cerebral palsy
1: I'm cerebral palsy yeah I think so
0: to have that and not actually have control of of your body at every point in time from my understanding of the of of the what is it disease I don't know but to not have control like that and be able to go out there and wrestle, that's awesome. That is For sure. really fucking awesome. And it For was sure. an awesome match to see that.
1: Uh, you also had Chris Payne defeating Bobby Wayward with the special guest referee, uh, Al Snow. This was cool to see. And yeah, this uh, must have looked just like a Tough Enough match, huh?
0: That's exactly. It looked like not a Tough Enough match, though. It was like if you ever watched Tough Enough and seen like the, the really good – wrestlers on tough enough go at it during a training session that's what it looked like and that was awesome like i have not a bad word to say about this uh
1: just to give some background on the match uh bobby wayward mr wayward is uh one of the a member of the untouchables as chris Payne used to be so this was kind of like uh uh, issues within the group so maybe we'll end up seeing Chris Payne take on Mr. Bowens or Mr. Gamble in the future at some point continue yeah. this little feud
0: yeah that match uh, well this match ended up coming to an end uh, Wayward was getting in Al Alf Snow's face and he pushed him and Snow picked up head and uh, I guess you could say that Al Alf... Snow gave <laughs> Do we want? do we say that? Are you trying to
1: say that Al Snow gave Mr. Wayward head? <laughs> is, is that is that accurate? Is that what you saw go on?
0: Uh, well, did, he didn't did you, give see, him. Did he you didn't, see he didn't happen? actually he didn't actually I didn't actually see Al Snow give head to Bobby Wayward. He So hit- did he take did he take his head and
1: put it in the face of Bobby Wayward? <laughs> or hit him? did he hit Mr. Wayward
0: with his head? Yes. And, okay. and, and then Chris Payne hit his finisher and picked up the victory. All uh, right. Then you had a Bret Hart promo that was supposed to occur, except out came the lifeguard to, uh, I guess, run down Bret Hart, which I guess I, it was due to timing that Bret was still signing. Okay, I did not want to rhyme that at all. But uh, that, Well, that there you go. Up, you didn't want to rhyme that at all. Yeah, but that ended up being a great, great for, for the lifeguard because he's awesome on the mic, and uh, that led right into lifeguard versus Mason Ryan. Uh, Mason Ryan picked up the victory there.
1: Yeah, Mason Ryan, Ryan, fresh off his uh, uh, WWE
0: release, and this was yeah, this was his first match, I believe, from being released, and I think I really am a strong supporter of Mason Ryan.
1: I'm still not.
0: There's stuff uh, there's just certain aspects that WWE WWE obviously wanted Mason Ryan to be the next like big guy and like the muscle and everything. And yeah. if you saw this match, man, with lifeguard going back and forth with a beach ball, Mason Ryan showed so much personality here that it could have been a tag team between Mason Ryan and uh It Was it tag Gabriel. team
1: between them at one point? They did, yeah, like,
0: really? they did team up. Yeah, they did team up. Uh huh. So it could have been that, and that would have been good. That I thought I that's see. why you're always
1: saying that. I think that Mason Ryan and Gabriel did team up on NXT a few a uh, few times.
0: See that? I don't know. I don't know about that. I think, but I, think. I if, if and I, this is again something my opinion that people may laugh at, but I could see them being like a Triple H Shawn Michaels type of thing.
1: I just going out there and having
0: fun. I'm telling you, dude. I don't give a shit for
1: Mason Ryan. You could tell me that a million times. I don't give a shit for Mason Ryan.
0: Okay, but I'm telling you, Mason Ryan should not have been released.
1: Tell me who won this match Craig Steele versus Buff Bagwell.
0: Uh, Well, Buff Bagwell kind of cheated and uh, got the victory. And man, my main man, Booker T, sucker, who was the commissioner. I hate that I just did that. Kind of embarrassed that I just did that, but whatever. That's Uh, all right.
1: That's all right. Everyone's going to be listening to you. Just know that.
0: Yeah, Booker T came out and uh, restarted the match, and Craig Steele ended up picking up the victory. And uh, then Booker T hit a Rooney after the match, so it was cool to see that little celebration. Is it
1: true true that Vanity was uh, alongside Craig Steele looking gorgeous? Yes, she was. Jeez. Hot tamale, hot tamale. And Craig uh, Steele,
0: Craig Steele might have one of the coolest entrances there. He comes out the uh, his theme songs being rap live, and then he comes out with the air, what is it? An air, not an airsoft gun. What do they call those things?
1: No, I think that's what it was. Cannon
0: to the left of us, cannon to the right of us. It's a cannon of some sorts. I don't know what it's called. Triple H, no, not Triple H. I don't know what it was, but he shoots money out of it, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I think you're
1: right with the air cannon or whatever. It can't be
0: an airsoft gun. Airsoft gun shoots pellets, don't they? I
1: don't know. Uh, and then you also had Rhino defeating Loki key um, low making his return from his, uh, I guess, his out-of-retirement tour.
0: Yeah. So It was awesome to see a gore hit live.
1: You've uh, never seen a gore live?
0: I, I'm sure I have, and I, it's funny. It's I think the last time I saw Rhino wrestle live... Probably, now that I think, no, I had to have seen him early in 2000s, but the last time I think I saw him wrestle live was 2008, maybe? I used to hate the gore
1: for the fact that it was predictable, like the gore whenever he missed. Oh. Just because of how predictable and stupid and effing dumb it looked, like he would run into the term,
0: like, it just always looked bad But whenever you missed. I think the last time I saw him live was that TNA house show that we were at. At Westbury Music Fair,
1: I even forgot we saw him there.
0: Yeah, I think we we had to have seen him there, right? I'm unsure. I really think I, we had to have. I had. To, there's no way. I think he faced Abyss. Maybe who knows? But I've always been such a Rhino fan, so to get to see him up close again was great. And uh, before this match even happened, Bret Hart came out, said his little, you know, I'm Bret Hart. Oh, I can't even do it. That sucks. I was going to do a whole Bret Hart promo right now.
1: No, no, you don't have to do that right now. It's uh, midnight.
0: You know, uh, it's great to be back here in Rawley, New Jersey. When am Bret the Hitman Hart. I faced The Undertaker at the Meadowlands, 1997. That wasn't a great Bret Hart, but what are you going to do? What can you do? Uh, not, everybody can be, not everybody can be the best there is, best there was, best there yeah, ever will be.
1: Yeah, they get it. Uh, Hurricane Helms <laughs> teamed up with Colt Cabana to take on Killer Elite Squad.
0: Yeah, originally uh, these two, uh, these two were supposed to face each other, and uh, Killer Elite Squad came out, and they were like, "No, we want we want competition." And Booker T came out, made it a match, made it a match. Uh, what can I say? It was pretty awesome to see Killer Elite Squad wrestle.
1: I don't know if I would want to see them against Colt Cabana. I mean, Helm's okay, but I don't it, know.
0: It wasn't, it wasn't a joke of a match, really. It wasn't like one of those matches that normally Colt has. It was a match that Killer Elite Squad has, except yeah. they lost. Uh,
1: I guess you want to go into the fans bring rep uh, the weapons match?
0: Let's go into the tag team title match, or you want to skip I, I want to save that. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, fans bring the weapons match uh, between the uh, – Reality Check and the Chimento family. Uh, reality Check, Kevin Matthews, Devin Moore, and the new member Craven Varro. The Chimento family being Fala and the new Heavenly Bodies uh, with GMC, of course. Uh, fans- so give
1: me a rundown. What kind of weapons did we see in this match?
0: What didn't we see in this match? did we see any dildos? <laughs> Why is that the first question that you would ask? No, like just for fans, for fans that don't know that there was a dildo involved, they just think that a dildo was on your mind. That you're just like, oh, was a dildo used? No,
1: just because CZW they're having the Tournament of Death uh, this weekend, <laughs> and one of the matches is like a a dildo death match or something like that with <laughs> it. Fans bring their dildo match. Like, something crazy.
0: Yeah, there no, there was a dildo.
1: <laughs> Wait, really?
0: <laughs> yeah, there was. You didn't know? No. Yeah, there was, there was a dildo used. And uh, Kevin Matthews, I believe it was, took it out and uh, shoved it into the New Heavenly Bodies' mouths. And uh, there was a pink boa in there that was like, I don't even, I would love to know who brought the dildo. It's like, who brought the dildo? Because when this match was announced, I was talking with Mike, and I was like, dude, we should bring a dildo. And then I'd be like, and then I said to him, I was like, I don't want it to be like known as the guy who brought the dildo. <laughs> like, yeah. where the fuck did I get a dildo, from?" <laughs> but uh, yes, there was a dildo. There goes my pen. Uh, there was a double Van Terminator there by Craven and Devin Tofala, which was awesome. Yeah. Very cool. I don't know if I've ever seen a Van Terminator done live, but that was. Yeah, it's always
1: entertaining. uh, Entertaining.
0: (laughs) You also (laughs) had the PWS bombshells. Did we say who won the match? No, the Chimento family ended up picking up the victory, but afterwards Kevin threw flour or baby powder or something into Fala's eyes and uh, ended up hitting GMC, and uh, they positioned him under Fala and Fala hit him. With the follow drop or whatever, I don't know if he calls it something. Word. It's the bonsai drop.
1: There you go. Uh, PWS bombshells heavyweight and majestic titles were on the line as Sin took on La Rosa Negra, La Rosa Negra, and the Backstreet Girls. Um, backseat. Back oh, back no. Oh, it's supposed to be backseat. Wait, is I backseat girls. I don't know. Now I don't know. I know we're we're going off of WrestlingFigs.com, So if any of this is incorrect. They can go fuck themselves. Wow, don't say Uh, that.
0: I like wrestling figs. Yeah, well, you can go correct
1: them. Um, Wait, is that the... No, it's not ringside collectibles. I like ringside collectibles. Yeah, that's them. Oh, is it? Oh, so scratch that. Good people.
0: It's it's Annie Social and Missy Sampson. Let's say that. You're fine. Yeah. So, Sin picked up the victory.
1: uh, So, I think...
0: Yeah. So, I think Amber Rodriguez and Hania. Is that how you say it? I never know. I think they are the new... Uh, bombshells, and majestic champions. No, it's not just... Yeah, what? I don't know. That that match confused me with the result, but... All right, well, someone... You do
1: have a new champion. Champions. <laughs> you do have new champions. Who they are and which ones which is a question mark. I thought the match was uh, supposed
0: to have two falls to it, but
1: I have eh. no idea. Um, You had a suicidal six-way championship match Uh, where you saw a Sanjay Dutt facade... Habib the Car Wash, Shinron the Spirit Dragon, the Drunken Swashbuckler,
0: and the Suicidal Six-Way Champion, Matt McIntosh, collide. Yes, originally um, Teddy Hart was scheduled for this match, and Habib from the Car Wash was scheduled for uh, Craig Steele versus Buff Bagwell. It was supposed to be a triple threat. However, uh, come to find out, Teddy Hart did not show up. Uh, I always enjoy seeing Teddy Hart wrestle. It would have been nice to see him wrestle. Did Buff Bagwell show up? Yeah, Buff showed up. We fucking spoke about the match. Did we?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, He was in that match with He was the stuff.
0: Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, but this turned out for the better uh, because Habib from the car wash, huge, huge victory here. The crowd was loving them some, Habib from the car wash.
1: Yeah, I saw the finish of this match, and it looked awesome. It was seriously
0: on perfect
1: and I don't think that there's a person in this match that I'm really not a fan of I mean I could watch I could watch facade all day long and all like alongside a lot of these other wrestlers
0: yeah and honestly watching that watching most of the match was it was like watching it in slow motion and there was Mm -hmm. just except for the parts that my brain just couldn't process yeah I guess that happens all the time during the suicidal six way matches
1: yeah there's there's a lot going on yeah a lot. Um, you also had your PWS Tag Team Championship on the line in a ladder match. You had the Lone Rangers taking on the Reynolds Brothers,
0: Kyle and Alex. Yes, the Lone Rangers, of course, are Pat Buck and John Silver. And you have new
1: PWS Tag Team Champions, and that being the Reynolds Brothers.
0: This match was so good. And I think so it was. So okay, watch out, Neil Diamond. Uh, someone's taking your spot at Madison Square Garden. Am I?
1: No. Am I going that far? <laughs> that, I can't far wait. that
0: far, that far, that <laughs> far. Uh, this match was beautiful to watch, though. It really was. And it was my favorite match of the night. And uh, just, I mean, you don't really see ladder matches too often. Yeah. Well, I don't see ladder matches too often, at least. But when you but when you do it's always a
1: it's kind of like a treat. It's very nice. You know, you you don't really know what to expect. And every like every spot during this match I was like, "Oh, no." It was like Yeah. But very happy that the Reynolds brothers are the tag team champions though. Both of those wrestlers deserve it big time. They've yeah. put a lot of uh, they put a lot of time into this business and it's good to see that them uh getting the re- the rewards they deserve.
0: Yeah. Uh, And also rewards that people deserve. The PWS Championship was on the line. Uh, The undefeated Bonesaw, former champion, versus the current champion undefeated Mario Bokura. Uh, And now we do
1: have uh, someone's winning uh, winning streak broken, right?
0: Yes. Mario picked up the victory, ending Bonesaw's winning streak. This was another match... Honestly, top match of the night. Also, uh, it was just so good to watch these two get in there and just wrestle. Yeah, Does both. That sound weird of me to say.
1: No, both both these wrestlers. You know what? You they they are very talented. They have both been around for a very long time on the indie scene, and they're both very good.
0: Yeah, and there was a lot of like false finishes here and false like endings where oh my god, is he gonna win? Is he gonna win? And I I honestly had no idea if Bonesaw was going to win if Mario was going to win and eventually it came down to uh Mario locking in the the armbar and uh Bonesaw tapped out
1: wow that's yeah. pretty unbelievable and um, then
0: the final match of the evening we had a Moth's Madness match which what uh, f- match I almost cursed there but what a match this was it was on par with last year's supercard, ending with new jack and necro butcher there was everything used they had a door thumbtacks everything they even had legos used wow yes and uh, man this that's pretty is brutal yeah I saw some clips on facebook
1: and it it did look brutal and um Dan Moff yeah,
0: picked up the victory. Yeah, and
1: after the match, seeing that spot.
0: Yeah, Bonesaw ran down and uh, tried to fight off Dan Moff, and Moff took him out, and Starman got up with a giant light tube and smashed it over Moff's head, just shattering it to pieces. Yeah, it was a bunch
1: of light tubes. Is that what it was, it was like, a bunch yeah, of them? Yeah, it was like uh, like four light tubes. Oh, okay. Uh, to me, it all... just
0: looked like one giant fucking light tube. Yeah.
1: Well, what they do, like, they take, like, four or five uh, long light tubes and then just uh, tape them all together. Oh,
0: okay. So this way
1: you could, like, kind of swing them all at one time or you could lay it across a, uh, chairs. Oh, right. So that's what he did. He smashed it right over Moff's head.
0: Yeah, so that's set up for September's event. uh Dan Moff versus Starman versus Bonesaw. and that what an event that'll be yeah
1: i, I still think that Dan Moff is on his way to uh, a feud with Mario for that championship
0: yes, perhaps we i
1: i out. think that's the see. I think that's the only way to go about it I mean Moff is a beast,
0: yeah he's the Bodequa beast
1: he is he is. <laughs> um hopefully at some point we wh- where was atu during this event
0: uh he was in the student the, not the student battle royal the the, the, the opening battle royal for the cup okay okay he, he squared off with big o wow yeah. Atu versus big o i don't know maybe they'll team up maybe we'll see them and face this, each this was big o's
1: uh return to action yeah uh uh return to getting into the actual ring he's been sidelined with uh, an injury For a very long time, since I think late last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But it's very, very good to see him back in the ring uh, and doing what he loves to do. Uh, The guy eats, sleeps, everything wrestling. So it's very happy to see him doing that
0: now. Yeah. And uh, I guess let's just take a quick break. And... uh We'll be back here
1: on Marking Out.
0: Hey guys, yours truly, Alex Reynolds. And you're listening to Marking Out, Markin' Out, Marking Out, Marking Out, Markin Out. Here we go, fooling around. Here we go, fooling around. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Welcome back to episode 175 of Marking Out. Um, where to go from here?
1: Where not to go from here? Let's go to some sports entertainment. Actually, do you want to go there or do you want to do some? Uh, I what
0: guess other t- news through the tulips. What are the other news?
1: Every time I hear that song or think of Tiny Tim, I always remember the time where Jerry Lawler broke his ukulele on the King's Court. Yes. Did you weren't watching back then? You no, but get, I have
0: seen the clip. Don't so I have? would to get it. I don't you, know. What would you just said to me?
1: Yeah, I did. I don't know if it's a big moment. Just, yeah, it's a big moment. That's like... Is it?
0: Yeah. What are other moments like that that aren't... It was a Monday Night Raw, right?
1: Yeah, it was Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I used to a, love the King's Court. Like, I hated Lawler. Big time, hated Lawler. Yeah. So, what do you want to do? Do you want to talk about WWE or do you want to talk about New Japan?
0: Let's... Yeah, let's talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling real fast then. All right, just real quick,
1: just um some notes. They just had the best of the Super Junior uh 21 finish up, wrap up. They had their pay-per-view. That's been going uh, on
0: for how many days?
1: Uh for a month since okay. May 30th, I believe. Yes. Um okay. May Not, May I'm not saying, I'm not saying yes I'm
0: as in yes that's what it happened. I'm saying yeah. yes as in I'm agreeing with you, but Yeah,
1: around May May 30th or May 20th around there. Um but yeah, your winner in, of the best of the Super Junior 21 is Ricochet. Ricochet defeated Kushida in the finals. So congratulations to Ricochet. He definitely deserved it. Was he got a
0: title, a cup? What is it? I think it's just
1: recognition, okay. I think. I'm not too sure if there's a champion. I don't think there's a champion. Um, maybe a number one contendership. I do know he's facing the junior uh, heavyweight champion. Uh, at the upcoming event at Dominion. Um, oh, okay. So maybe it's from that. Dominion's uh, but,
0: already happening again? Yeah, Dominion is
1: happening on the 21st of June. That, uh, it's, their that, pay-per-view last year
0: killed it. That uh, sucks. Like, that makes me feel old
1: now. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Like, it just... It feels like it was just yesterday, and now you yeah, twenty-five.
1: Last 25. Last year, Dominion, I've never... I've never watched a New Japan pay-per-view or anything like that. But I – for some reason, I watched Dominion and it just grabbed a hold of me. I It wrote me in. And what a great pay-per-view to get started that with was, Dominion from last year.
0: And that was one of the marquee awards. Yeah, it was uh, – yeah, Nominees it was for, or winner? I, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I couldn't give up on it. Um, it was the event of the year. I know uh, there was a match of the year, a few matches of the year that should have been. Um, yeah, so at, this, at Dominion, as of now, there's a bunch of matches. Uh, you're not going to have AJ Styles defending his IWGP Heavyweight Championship, but he'll be in tag team action. Uh, you'll see the intercon- IWGP Intercontinental Champion, uh, Shins- Shinsuke Nakamura, taking on Bad Luck Fala. You'll also see the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champions, Young Bucks, taking on the uh, Time Splitters, and a ton more. Um hopefully, hopefully this Dominion is a lot like last year because last year was amazing.
0: Yeah, it really was. And I, even I watched it and I watched and it was awesome. I don't know why I said it, I watched twice. but
1: it, it, And it took a lot to convince Brandon to watch it because he's very hesitant to watch the Japanese wrestling because it's not really his style or thing at times. But he watched it and he was a fan of it as well.
0: Yeah, because um, I'm more into puppies.
1: Yeah, but yeah, so Dominion's coming up. Uh, I guess there's also going to be a New England Pro Wrestling Fan Fest uh, coming up. <laughs> That's a huge jump. Yeah, right? And Warwick, uh, Warwick, Rhode Island, June 21st. Uh, you go check it out. They have a website, nepwhof.weebly.com. Um, you could go see Greg the Hammer Valentine, Jim the Anvil, Nightheart. Me, uh, Maria Canelles, Harley Race, uh, and a ton more. Our buddy Big uh, O,
0: I believe, he will be there.
1: Yes, uh, Big O, Big O, Big O. I don't know why I said that three times. Just because I'm trying to look at the names and think who else I want to actually let, mention. Let me
0: ask you a question. Yeah. Did he just appear in your mirror? You don't I even can't. get it. I'm, I
1: get it, but <laughs> what's funny is I'm actually looking around. You're looking mirror. for a mirror.
0: What an asshole. You ruined the bit. I do. I do. What do you mean you do? <laughs> I do ruin the bit. I don't think that's what... I don't think that should... Whatever. Do we want to say talk about TNA? Moving on to WWE. No, seriously. I, I feel like yeah. we should make mention Slammiversary is coming up. Oh, yeah. I guess
1: we should mention Anniversary. That is their... Uh... Big twelve dollar pay per view, right?
0: Yes. Don't don't fucking stick up for them one week and then make fun of them for the same thing the next week.
1: I can't help myself.
0: Uh, Austin Aries will be taking on Kenny King. I'll run down every single match without you even needing to say a word. If you want,
1: yeah, cause I'm pulling it up right now. Um, all right, I got it up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cowboy James Storm will be taking on Mr. Anderson.
1: And now it's- Anderson. Um, you're going to have the TNA X-Division title on the line in a ladder match. You're going to have no, Sonata. I was going
0: to do, gonna do uh, championships last, but go on.
1: Uh, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't help myself because this match is actually looking awesome. Uh, Sonata defending the championship against Crazy Steve, Davey Richards, Eddie Edwards, Manic, and Tigre Uno. I think that match is actually going to be worth the 12, $12 alone.
0: Can you tell this. me, how, does, how do they spell Crazy Steve? uh two Zs isn't that crazy? I don't know,
1: maybe. I'll go with it though.
0: Crazy. But the, Steve? but just but because of
1: this match that means that the TNA Tag Team Championships won't be on the line unless Dixie Carter decides to or MVP decides to randomly penalize the American Wolves and put them in a match.
0: Just the Wolves. We we covered yeah, just that last Wolves. week, Dave,
1: Were you not here. Sorry. Um, But yeah, I mean, come on. This match does look really cool. Yeah, It's going to be interesting to see if Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards do end up uh, battling each other during it.
0: Well, battling them in that sort of match because I wasn't impressed last week. What? Well, I wasn't impressed with their singles match last week. Oh, they faced against each other? Where were you last week's episode? During TNA, I just zoned out. Uh, Bobby Lashley will be facing Samoa Joe. Wasted talent there, I guess. Uh, Willow will be taking on Magnus. Uh, uh Bully Ray is going to be taking on EC3. In a Texas yep. death match. Is this emanating from somewhat like a special venue by any chance, or no? I don't even know.
1: Uh, College Park Center. Uh, I've never heard of that. College Park Center in Arlington, Texas.
0: Uh, I know, famous for Texas, uh, the Von Eriks will be in the house. Marshall and Ross Von Eric. I can only assume those are Kevin's sons. Uh will be there in action with Kevin to uh to take on two unknown opponents or three unknown opponents, who knows?
1: Interesting. It's not um, announced yet. It's the University of Texas uh I guess Sportatorium or University what? of
0: Texas was I th- I was
1: there? Yeah, it's the University of Texas.
0: Wait, where did you say this was? The, the University town?
1: of Texas, no, Arlington. The
0: town. Okay, so it wasn't in Arlington. I was in Austin. Ah, uh, there you go. Maybe I was in is it Texas University? Where the Longhorns play? What is that place called?
1: I don't know. I'm not big with uh des-
0: <sighs> Yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas though, except for this TNA event. Uh the knockouts <laughs> championship will be on the line. Angelina Love will be defending her championship against probably one of the best women's wrestlers of all time. Brittany <laughs> I don't, like, is that making fun of Brittany there? I don't, know. Is, is it her? It's Gail Kemp. Oh.
1: <laughs> I don't, I, I, once you said that you were going to carry the segment, I took the results, the matches
0: down. <laughs> and just started to talk about Arlington, Texas? Pretty damn much. It, damn it, David. Yeah, and then the uh, main event for the evening, we will, did you say EC3 versus Bully Ray? Yeah. Okay, I thought you said Eric Young for a second. Oh no! Uh, yeah, so the main event for the evening will be the World Heavyweight Championship on the line in a steel cage match. I can only assume that'll be the main event. It uh, should be. Knowing TNA, you never know. It's uh, the opening match. That's nothing wrong with that, though. But uh, Eric Young will be defending his championship against MVP, and that'll be Slam Anniversary for you.
1: And we don't even know if MVP can fully compete at the current time. Oh yes, that's right. I mean, he's, he's still. Injured. Uh, suffered an injury recently, so, so so
0: we heard.
1: Yeah, so we heard. No,
0: sorry, I have to correct myself again. So, so we, we read, read, yes, yeah, we read, we real read, bro.
1: Yeah, we can read. So who knows? Slamiversary is on Sunday. It's not pre-taped or anything, so
0: show your support. Go to it, seriously. Go. Spend you might it as well. Months.
1: I mean, it's still pro wrestling, so yeah. And
0: here in Texas, the stars at night are big and bright. I'm waiting for people to finish that. I don't know if anyone will, but not like down there's anybody. Down in the heart, heart of Texas? No, I think it's <claps> deep in the heart oh, deep. of Texas. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, it's the, like, I don't know. They do it in, the, in uh, that Pee Wee Herman movie, uh, Big Top Pee. No, not Big Top Pee Wee. Uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, mm. where he's on the payphone. Yeah, I don't
0: You've really. have never
1: see. seen that movie, have you?
0: Is that where he gets the bicycle stolen? Yeah. Then I have seen the movie. Yeah,
1: it's that one. I
0: just don't really remember it, David. That was yeah. really bad. Whatever. Let's move on to uh, some pro wrestling, some sports entertainment talk, some WWE Smackdown.
1: Here on. No, Mark we don't do that. Hour. What oh, are you no. talking about? Okay. Let's start smack off with the bads. Smackdown. Let's smack down this little hoe.
0: Okay, relax um, there, bro. Sorry. Again, didn't want to run. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off with the bads, though. I always it's. say the bads. Let's start with right the bads. <laughs> All right, Beds.
1: Rusev defeats Xavier Woods.
0: Yes, Rusev crush. Uh, Xavier Woods came to – Xavier Wood or Xavier Woods? That's not making sense in my head anymore right now. Xavier Woods. 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 Yeah, so Xavier Woods came out to the ring dressed in American garb. Uh, Is it safe to
1: say that it was Consequence Creed? I I did. I did
0: pop for that because it did kind of look like him. Uh, he came out... Wow, I wonder why. Okay, fuck f- f- you. Okay. You know okay. that? Fuck you. Uh, the theme song that was playing, Blasting, Stars and Stripes Forever. Uh, that was interesting. Although, uh, I am so over Alexander Rusev, or just Rusev, whatever they want to so call him right now. So what do you right want now. to see for him? Do you want to see there a match? There needs to be a, a, match? a difference. I don't know. Is, I, it, this is point, it just because squash matches you're tired of, or you want to, like... Or you're just over him completely. I don't know. I, th- I really think that segment last week on Raw just... Yeah, like I was already starting to go well, behind the, the barn. But I, think,
1: I think that's why they put him against... Not to skip... Well, to skip ahead. I think that's why they put him against Zack Ryder. Because they did realize that that segment last week on Raw kind of knocked him down a peg. I don't know. And didn't it show was, him in a good light. It was just fucking garbage and i'm getting um, rid of i'm sick and tired of this i don't know i i think that he still has a lot of potential i mean i'm not going to roll him out yet i don't know right uh, let's move on to the middles middles we had big show defeated randy orton by dq yeah
0: at one point big show grabbed triple h and randy orton at the same time and uh that spot to me looked who the fuck am i to talk about spots and everything but uh because I'm not a pro wrestler and I don't have timing of a pro wrestler, dude.
1: You, you do a podcast, though. Doesn't that give you like just as much credibility, or no? <laughs> right, right, right. That that makes you that makes you intelligent, and you could comment on everything.
0: Are you like giving me ne- Like, are you saying I'm bad? No, I'm not saying. I'm that just you're kidding. Bad. Yeah, but we'll get off the show, and then you'll be like, "Oh, you suck." Blah blah. But they he held them both at the same time, and there was a point like he was just waiting and obviously you could see like oh Rollins is going to come here out of nowhere and Rollins ended up coming out jumped over and need him in the face and uh to me that looked bad but
1: uh, i am so incredibly proud of you
0: for oh no
1: i was just reading this Stephanie McMahon uh Holmesley comment to Triple H it's all, it's a quote on the uh cage match.net
0: that's what she but- said yeah, that's what
1: you see. said at some point. Well, uh, no, Randy, yeah.
0: Randy, and Rollins ended up beating him down afterwards. Uh, it was a decent match overall. It was boring. Uh, I like,
1: I like that Triple H gave him the chair and everything.
0: It didn't really make me want to see more of Seth Rollins, really. But it was cool that he hit the two curb stomps on the chair. That was yeah, it's a big show. I guess that's. It's weird that who WWE is using specifically to elevate. Seth's career? It's kind
1: of, it's going to be, I think I'm more interested. Well, I'm very interested in that, but I'm also interested in Big Show. I mean, what else is there for Big Show to do?
0: Yeah, there really isn't anything. And we've had discussions of this on the show in in the past. And at this point in time. Is he coming to the end of the road? I don't want to see him be released or anything. I just want to see him take over in some sort of other position. He's great. We've seen him before on the panels um i really don't know where else you could stick him i, I mean he's I still he,
1: i i could still see him being a draw on the outside of the ring i mean uh outside of, the, of like house shows no not even house shows i mean like media appearances like, oh, oh uh, right
0: right right yeah definitely.
1: like um the special olympics and the like the stuff that you do in libraries with the school bring them into reading and everything like that yeah big shows like, I great
0: for big, stuff like that
1: yeah, I mean, little kids want to see Big Show over anybody else because yeah. this, I mean, they all stand up to his shin. Like, and, so I think and, the Big Show is still a draw.
0: And it's not to say he's not a draw with wrestling wise because there no. are people. I would, I still like taking pictures. Of, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, I still want <laughs> no, to see I, Big I, Show
1: because of it being the Big Show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah.
1: It, it's not, I mean,. It's kind of like you're watching a hall of Fam- a future Hall of Famer.
0: Yeah. So you
1: want to try to take advantage of that.
0: It's just what is there to do now. And it's yeah. like we said this in the past. He doesn't need to be in that major storyline. This no. here, I guess, is a good thing for, hey, you for Rollins. Hey, used to build up
1: Rollins. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm good with it. But um, that,
0: that overall didn't make me want to see him more. But it, it nah. is a great thing for Seth.
1: Oh, without a doubt. Um, Moving on, the opening of Raw. No, the opening uh, of SmackDown. Smackdown. Triple
0: H and Seth Rollins opened up SmackDown. They were cutting a promo, this and that, gurgle, gurgle. Dolph Ziggler interrupted and said that Seth Rollins sold out. And then Triple H ran down Ziggler saying, Yeah, Seth Rollins, did. he'll sell out venues night after night after night, and Dolph Ziggler, you'll never sell out anything.
1: And then Ziggler responded, saying, yeah, like, you know, or something like that. Yeah. But but uh, so then oh, they no. set he up said, Ziggler. He said,
0: he said, you're sure about that?
1: Yeah, then they set up Ziggler versus Rollins uh, for right then and there. And they, they delivered an awesome match.
0: Yeah, and it's a shame that we probably won't see this played out on Raw.
1: I Honestly, I hope that we do. I hope we really see Ziggler versus Rollins on Raw. Because if it was like this one on SmackDown, I could see them up and up. Uh, up it a little bit, and I would be excited to see this again. Uh, a- Ziggler, Ziggler once again. Ziggler is that wrestler that needs to be pushed in some sort of direction, whether it's for the main title or it's for a US or IC or something like that. Yeah, it's the just guy-
0: un- It's untapped potential that's just sitting there, boiling up, bubbling I, up, growing. I don't even know if it's. I'm it is. It it's 100% not untapped is. because they've tapped it before.
1: <laughs> I mean. Yeah, they've tapped Ziggler.
0: <laughs> really?
1: It's yeah. not that funny.
0: You said they've tapped it before. That's funny. People are going to yeah. laugh.
1: But I think, no, like, but you know is, what I mean? Like, they've had him as champion. They've used it. And, and then his they his his just potential. cut him
0: down. They cut him at the knees. I don't think that they've cut him at the knees. They David, still know what they he have. Was, he was champion and they took it away because the quote unquote wasn't selling pay per views. Okay, yes, but still. That's untapped tap, potential. That's not untapped potential. Yes, it is. There's okay. What, what is it? Kinetic?
1: Yes. No, there's still nice, but there's still, no, I mean, yes, isn't. there is still potential for him on the mic and everything in the ring and for him to deliver and everything, but it's not like they don't know what they have. I mean, but when I, say and I, don't untapped, think
0: I guess when I say untapped potential, I'm saying that he is a guy that can run with the top dog of the company be the top dog of the company, and they're just not doing that, and they haven't I done that or let know
1: him. If he can be a top dog, I don't know if he can be a champion. He's not a bottom dog. No, he's not. But I just can't. I don't know if he would be a championship, uh, a main championship guy. I would love him, love to see that.
0: But all I don't I know. know if he would ever do that. All I know is that I was. No, was I? I don't know. I was going to say... He's still one of the guys
1: that once his theme song hits, the crowd goes crazy.
0: Dolph Ziggler is a guy that I will tune in to watch every single time he wrestles.
1: Oh, I. He could be wrestling
0: in a gymnasium of 12 people, and I will want to watch that. I will not disagree with you on that
1: at all. The guy puts on epic matches with pretty much anybody he steps in the ring with.
0: He could be Uh, wrestling God, like Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon had that one time. And I would want to watch that.
1: It could just be a
0: fucking light from the top of the ceiling, and I would want to watch it.
1: I would love to see Ziggler as our uh, WWE World Heavyweight Champion. But on the other hand, I don't know if they would ever give him that opportunity. And on the other hand, just like last time, I don't know how many butts it would put in the seats. Like, the only person, like, we've spoken about this so many times. I don't even know if that's the way that you view it anymore. I mean, wow. nobody really puts a butt in the seat besides John Cena. Yeah. I yeah. mean, maybe the Shield and the Wyatt family, but outside of that, that's really it. Yeah. I mean, but- maybe your local local heroes and stuff like that, like Ryder on Long Island and...
0: Which okay. they, don't even, they don't even advertise, which pisses me off so much when they air those commercials during Raw saying, WWE, Long Island, comes to Long Island, blah, blah, blah. See Randy Orton. See this person. See that person. Right away, you should start with Zack Ryder. If yeah, like, people that's... are going to be over with him or people are going to be wanting to see somebody from Long Island, that's why Brooklyn Brawler gets over in Brooklyn so much.
1: That's the thing. I, I never understand that. If you're in the home – if why don't you use the hometown person? I don't get that even if it's a dark match. It's always still that thing. It's it. always
0: that fucking mentality of let's bury the hometown person. Let's let's oh, we want to see this person. Let's put him out there and then have him lose or it's I don't know. It's it's WWE. It's never going to change. It really won't.
1: Yeah. Uh moving on with the goods, you also had the Uso is defeating Rybacksl. Uh a very quick
0: match. Yes, the ma- match was short, but it wasn't bad. Uh, it it won't be one of those matches that'll be remembered, and I feel like I've said that in recent history. But in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: No, I mean you still. I mean it was it was a filler. That's exactly what it did, and it was good enough for uh, taking up space and time. Yeah. Uh, this match I was a big fan of. Uh, Bad news Barrett defeating Cesaro and RVD. I thought this, this match was, was an awesome match.
0: This was for the Intercontinental Championship, right?
1: Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why it says it isn't. But, yes, they did announce that it was the title was on the line. Um, RVD, I thought, was very good in it. Cesaro. There, no, Barrett.
0: there's parts, though. Every part that I thought was weak in this match was because mm-hmm. of Rob Van Dam. I mean, it like could there have were been. Pa- there were parts, though, not weak because of his ability. Weak because of what was the turnout. Like when he Irish whipped, um, I think it was Bad News Barrett into the corner, and then he whipped Cesaro, and he did a monkey flip. That, I thought
1: leaves, that was fine.
0: But that leaves you right there on the ground for Wade Barrett to be like Wade Barrett's hovering over you. Why didn't Wade? Like well, the, to me, that just doesn't make well, sense. Well, Wade
1: Barrett, Wade, Wade Barrett was still selling the that, fact that he got Irish right, whipped
0: into right, which I don't understand. That does to me that doesn't look realistic. And then he hit I mean, the that's wheel just, kick, which but that's was
1: that's just that's just. Pro wrestling, right? I mean,
0: and then and then he hit the wheel kick. That was fine. And Barrett went in. They did. I the was double. surprised he
1: he nailed that moonsault to the uh, outside of the ring from the apron. Yeah, I thought that looked really sick. Uh, Another
0: thing that I really actually liked in this match uh, when Cesaro threw Barrett into RVD's kick off the top rope to get yeah. out of the way. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that before.
1: There were there were so many spots of this match that was just like just it was a very entertaining match. Um, and, the, and Cesaro didn't even do the big swing. I don't think. I don't. I don't. We think haven't so. seen him do the big swing in a little bit of time, right?
0: Yeah, for someone to be billed as the king of swing, I don't recall.
1: Maybe we started, um, Maybe he did it to shame uh, to us on the pay per view, and I just don't remember. Because we're um,
0: pro wrestling fans, and we have the span of a, <laughs> we have the memory span of a what? Yeah, what, but this we, was, was definitely a we good just, match. What were we just talking about? Uh, it was a joke.
1: But, Screw yeah. you. I was but, gonna uh, go. Uh, Natalya defeated Alicia no, Fox. No, but, no, no! I to say, don't do
0: what what me. The the end of that match was great. The bullhammer uh, with yeah. RVD selling, or with, the way RVD sold the bullhammer was great.
1: I, I was a big fan of that setup too, with RVD nailing the five star frog splash, and yeah. then the bullhammer. It was what, good.
0: What I did not like though, uh-huh. when RVD was getting pinned. Uh, Van Dam was moving his legs like to try and get out of the pin which he just got hit with a bull hammer he should have been yeah. like lifeless.
1: Um did you notice anything about the match with RVD with what? He didn't hook he he doesn't hook the leg. What's up with that? Oh really? Yeah, I noticed that. He doesn't hook the leg of whoever he's pinning. I wonder if that really is something that's disrespectful though. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, uh, Natalia defeated Alicia Fox. I was a fan of this match. I mean, there was a point where Alicia Fox went to the outside of the ring and, to do her like temper tantrum and everything. And I that I felt took a little bit too long, but the match itself, I was a fan
0: of. I honestly, I think Alicia Fox would benefit somehow from getting head, like getting like she could talk to it or something. Like somehow she'll okay, find it. Okay, that's what I
1: thought you said yeah like i'm like wait did he just say alicia fox getting head yeah like she could talk to it and stuff that'd
0: be kind of funny like somehow like, she finds it like al snow's backstage somehow or something. Yeah, okay like, no maybe, I, maybe she, you don't maybe, need al to be there for maybe for she's just trying
1: out. on some or she's just trying on some wigs in the backstage area and then thinks that this this mannequin head yeah is but just, will
0: that will that be like everyone will be like Ah, al snow did it
1: of course. Everybody does that currently. I mean, every everybody says everyone did something already. I was saying AJ did this before. I mean everybody's done it. I, I was a big fan of uh the Northern White suplex that Alicia Fox did once again. I like how aggressive she was getting where she Irish whipped Natalia Natalia into like the bottom rope. I thought oh, that yeah. looked really cool. Um yeah, overall I thought match. it was a good match, huh? I see. I was agreeing with you. Oh yeah! Overall, good match. We also um,
0: had. You have more or no? Nope. We had Bo Dallas defeating Santino, and uh, I, I think these two really work well together. And uh, I really, I wouldn't mind seeing this again in the future. Uh, I just hate that the the whole Bo Dallas is being billed as undefeated. Yeah, I I, uh, I can't stand that. Um, you want to talk about potential of Bo Dallas now
1: or wait till Raw? Let's wait. Let's wait. Okay. All right. So talking about Raw, let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday
0: Night
1: true That sounded pretty good.
0: Does it sound – does it send chills down your spine?
1: It does and it tickles. Don't
0: – why? Why?
1: I don't know. I don't why? Know. I can't control it.
0: Why? <laughs> <laughs> Bads. All right. Middles, what do you want to start out? Middles, Bads. Let's go with Bads. Yeah, so beds. uh Triple H and Stephanie McMahon uh opened up Raw, I think, maybe. Yep, yeah, they opened they up Raw. Uh they showed a video of the doctor who did Brian's uh Daniel Bryan's surgery and he said that Daniel Bryan isn't cleared to wrestle this month. So, Triple H and Stephanie, more Stephanie, stripped Daniel Bryan of the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. So, now they're going to have a Money in the Bank uh, Championship match? Yeah, with the... No. Well, a ladder match. Yeah, it's a six-man ladder match or seven-man, who knows. Yeah. With the belts hanging from the... I still hate the fact that it's belts yeah, I mean, well, but is, this this leaves potential for two winners.
1: That's true. I don't like the fact that they say belts, but then on TV, like uh, I think Cole is so fun. Well, first, I don't think belt. they
0: even. Yeah, I don't think. Are you sure they say belts?
1: No, I don't think, they I don't say think belts.
0: They, they don't pluralize it. I think they say titles, though. I don't. I, don't, know, I haven't I remember, heard.
1: Anything. I remember they didn't plural uh, pluralize it if I was listening to on SmackDown or Raw, but I remember they. Referring it like as if it was uh single. Yeah. But I wasn't a fan of that. Um overall all right, and
0: then, to me. What, did you have something to say about the segment? No, I
1: was gonna move on to Rusev.
0: I was gonna say overall, this was just a boring segment for me. And it made me less interested in Daniel Bryan, which is completely it's WWE like we hear the same dumb shit about him every week about how he's a B plus wrestler whatever. And he's never going to be the top dog. This, that, and honestly, WWE just—they did a really great job at making me not care about him, and that—that that makes me sad for that. Because I, I, that's that shouldn't. I don't have, know, I, I still,
1: I still want to see him as champion. I'm still intrigued with it. No, I don't I'm sad, know. Maybe I want not... him.
0: I do want him as champion, and it's just—it makes me sad that I don't care about Daniel Bryan anymore because of Triple H, because of Stephanie. Because of where they, it's been fucking, it's almost been a year of this shit. I don't even really,
1: yeah, I don't really care about the storyline itself. I just want to see Daniel Bryan as champion without the storylines. Daniel if Bryan, they can do that, that would be great.
0: Daniel Bryan won the championship at WrestleMania. You get a rematch at Extreme Rules and move yeah. on. No I d- want
1: to see Daniel Bryan actually have matches like what he used to have with CM Punk or yeah. Jericho. Instead or we got the same old shit.
0: And it's it's really that's depressing to me.
1: I don't want to see Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton. I want to see Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro. I want to see Daniel Bryan versus Fandango. Yes. People that will
0: actually put on great matches with him. And WWE doesn't do that. That's absolutely their fault, and that's bullshit. I mean, it's you absolute. could have you could have Daniel Bryan
1: versus versus Fandango or Damian Sandow in a non-title match, and it'd be a show stealer. Yeah. Um,
0: and it's Daniel Bryan was gonna not was going to be because WWE doesn't fucking do it. Yeah. But uh, Daniel Bryan could be that guy, just like Dolph Ziggler could have been that guy to move people to the upper fucking yeah territories. De- territories. What the fuck does that mean? Talking
1: about making people look good, uh, Zack Ryder
0: took on Rusev
1: in a uh, losing effort. If you could not have guessed that outcome, yeah, um, it was,
0: it was a dumb match, and I really I don't care about Rusev. Right, that, but that again is WWE's of, fault.
1: But not yeah. on the part of Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder made Rusev look great.
0: Yeah, Zach did a um, great job at doing that. Yeah, that's that's, that's what why he does. He was put that's, in the fucking match.
1: Exactly, and I think he was really put in the match to make Rusev look a lot better. Uh, coming off of last week's Raw, where they did that award ceremony, I yeah. think that this is a big reason why they put him with Zack Ryder. So this way they could make Rusev look that, that that damn good.
0: Yeah, WWE really dug a hole with that yeah. one. Uh, we also had uh, that's some, it. Summer Rae poured milk on Layla, which is I guess whatever yeah, in the called. beds. Yeah. You, where would you put that?
1: This bank, bank, of course. What? Uh, moving, moving on to the uh, middles.
0: Apologize.
1: <laughs> My apologies. You're not supposed to
0: ever apologize on your own. I'm Damn it, why do you always set me up for that? <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: know. Always set me up for that.
0: Sometimes you fall, sometimes you don't.
1: Eh, usually I do. Uh, Paige defeat Alicia Fox. Wait, that, I, you have
0: that in the bands?
1: No, Let's that's kidding. the middles.
0: Yeah, we're, we're starting the middles, folks. <laughs> um what was that yeah. fake laugh bullshit? yeah it was <laughs> uh, WWE did a great job at making Paige into nothing
1: yeah apparently tr- the rumor has it from the cheats Vince McMahon isn't sold on Paige, Adam Rose or Bo Dallas seriously? yeah that's the rumor um, but then Paige's mother uh, story and I went on Twitter saying don't believe everything that you read or whatever I mean, honestly, Paige wouldn't be champion if Vince McMahon didn't think anything of her.
0: But there, it's just like you had something in NXT with her, and then you brought her up to the main roster, fucking hot, as can be. And then just next week, next week after that, was just like here and there, Paige, there and there, Paige, little bit, less and less. It's just... Yeah. Like, why, uh, like so why? when she won the championship, we complained how—I think it was Alicia Fox controlled most of the match, and that shouldn't have happened.
1: I still don't see the problem with it. I see the problem with her losing so quickly in non-title matches. Uh, that's where my problem is. I don't even give a shit if—when she, she does face AJ for that, like, rematch, I don't really care.
0: Speaking of AJ, she should have been released. And I really don't care if people get pissed off of me for that. She's She wants to sit home. She wants to get married or whatever. That's fine. Let her sit home. Fire her. Get rid of her. She doesn't do anything. She's not Bitch. a great wrestler. She's not going to be Hall of Fame worthy. No. If you think that she should ever be in the Hall of Fame, go back
1: to your hole. I don't believe that shit. Um, she's just a fangirl. So.
0: Well, there's nothing she'd wrong probably, with that. She, 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 she probably –
1: she probably got engaged to CM Punk because she was a huge fan of <laughs> him. Growing Can you up. imagine that? She, it was her entire. She saw him back in Ring of Honor and stuff, and she was just like, "Oh my God, he is so hot!" And He's now so she has good. the chance to. Uh, she has the chance to get with him, and she did. So, yeah. but That's honestly, so did every experience. other woman on the on uh, roster. So, K- Kelly, Kelly. Maybe. No, Kelly Kelly was Jericho's, right? I
0: don't know. She did a test for the longest time.
1: I missed test.
0: Did you say Jerry Waller? No. Uh, I was going to say Jerry Oh, Jeremy Piven. I was going to say Jeremy Piven. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's funny. Man, um, God bless her. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Uh, Jack Swagger defeated Santino Marella. And yeah.
0: This match didn't need to happen. It was, it was an okay match, but it made no sense. And like I said before, I guess, well, not like I said before, you brought it up, that uh, it seems WWE may have dropped the ball with Adam Rose.
1: Yeah. Um, they had a lot with Adam Rose, and hopefully they could build him somehow. But right now, it's kind of like a stalemate. Um, yeah, it's that, that
0: actually uh, is
1: a reason why he wasn't on Raw in a match uh, this past
0: week. That's just so stupid. But it's funny. Speaking of Adam Rose, uh, Ringside Collectibles (laughs) released a video, uh, Mick Foley uh, reviewing their figures and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure everybody's heard Mick Foley rant about WWE and everything and how he doesn't think, I don't know. Yeah, he rants a a lot about it. Isn't he close to signing a two-year
1: deal now with them though? I have no idea.
0: But right, he, said, he, said, he said in the video that uh, he would sign a Legends contract right away if they had Mattel release a Santa Claus figure of him and if he could be on Adam Rose's Exotic Express and tear of rosebud every week. So, That's funny. Um, that'd be awesome if Mick had a, a Santa Claus figure of himself made.
1: Oh, and that wrestling figs comment that I made earlier—that wasn't—I don't. That's not indirectly uh, to Ringside collectible. It's just as to whoever wrote that column and got the results wrong. Wow. Yeah. I don't. I don't get that. Why people could go to maybe I events? got the results wrong. I don't. Th- I don't think I did
0: though.
1: I don't know. There's no way they, way it, it wouldn't the be the first wrong. time that they got results wrong before. I mean, we've shat on that in the past. Where think, they've had so. wrestler, they've had, well, they've had uh, the wrong wrestlers in the match. like Or uh, misspelling any of the names or something like that that well, came up.
0: That's dirt sheets in general, not specifically wrestling figs.
1: No, but that but I do recall that being on wrestling figs where they were reporting uh, incorrect stuff with the <sighs> results. Um, Want to move on to the goods? Yeah. Or let's. we got more middle. Yeah, goods. We don't have more. A uh, non-titled Money in the Bank qualifying match, Sheamus defeated Bad News Baird.
0: Yes, the U.S. champion taking on the Intercontinental champion. And uh, why
1: are they allowed to be in this Money in the Bank qualifying match if they already have championships?
0: I was pissed off about this, the fact that that happened. But people, on on when they were live tweeting with us, seemed to be perfectly fine with it. That's because everybody wants to see
1: Bad News Barrett in there, but now that Sheamus is in there, people are probably pissed off again. Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, I don't. I don't think. I think that they should be focusing on their own titles and building up feuds with their titles, as opposed to converting that over to the WWE Heavyweight Championship um,
0: there, there and was, starting
1: new feuds over there.
0: There was an idea that was brought to us. Yeah, bring it up by our buddy, our pal, Sean. Yeah, where. Now that Sheamus is in this WWE World Heavyweight Championship Money in the Bank match, it it blew my mind when he said this. Like Have him win it, and then this will lead to him joining forces with the Authority and, I guess, Seth Rollins now. But this will lead to eventually WrestleMania 31's main event where Daniel Bryan wins the Royal Rumble and faces Sheamus again at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship. And I'd also
1: uh added to that with Bo Dallas possibly defeating Sheamus um angering oh, for him.
0: The, for the US Championship. Yeah,
1: to, to get the US Championship off of him. Um because and then with Bo Dallas's positivity and everything just really anger Sheamus to get him to uh uh start taking strides to becoming a heel again because Sheamus is a better heel than a face without a doubt. I mean, I I think so. Yeah. Um, And 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 this isn't for a long-term deal either. I mean like Bo Dallas could be, could defeat him just like for the sole factor of making Sheamus a heel. And And then you could have someone else come in like Zayn.
0: If this happens and like Daniel Bryan was stripped for this reason, like, holy shit, like WWE. Like that, that, I was speechless. I'm speechless now just thinking about this. What if Bo Dallas defeats
1: Sheamus for the U.S. Championship and then in Europe or, yeah, probably on a Europe tour uh, during Monday Night Raw, Sami Zayn makes his debut against Bo Dallas or like Bo Dallas maybe uh, has an open challenge.
0: Where does uh, he hail from?
1: Uh... I forget. Not Bo. Sammy. Yeah, I forget. Um, but they have, I mean, regardless, Sami Zayn, no matter where he goes, he could speak on the mic in a native tongue. Well, that's what I was going to say, really... like,
0: he could be built from around the world, basically. I mean, that's what point.
1: they've done. They've him from whatever local, wherever they've been. They have built him from being there.
0: Like I'm saying, like, now, just because he's a world-traveled wrestler, I'm saying, like, literally yeah. from around the world, Sami Zayn. I got you, but it. Meant, but I think that would be a good idea
1: because then he opens the open challenge. Sami Zayn comes out. People are going to know who he is. The people that don't are going to get it in on the Olay chance. Once oh, they and it in. would be
0: even cooler if it's overseas because which sucks because then it'll it'll be a taped raw. Hold on. So,
1: uh, yes, that's the down the downside of it. It's going to be a taped raw, but the crowd is going to be heavy for Sami Zayn, and the, and the that crowd momentum, has those and that, and that moment exactly, and that momentum will carry over. Uh, Sami Zayn defeats Bo Dallas that first match of Sami Zayn's uh, I guess main roster career Sami Zayn's US champion Bo Dallas is pissed off beyond hell but he's not going to get too pissed off because of his positivity and he's going to try to battle that with uh, like, battle his anger by trying to still remain calm and positive and all of that and then continue from there I think it would be perfect
0: we want jobs higher marking out <laughs> um, we also had on the card Ryan we had Hassel s- defeating Goldust and R-Truth. Oh, yeah. Um, it was an interesting setup to what, well, I guess it could be, it could, it could turn into Goldust versus Cody Rhodes.
1: I still think we're going to see Cody, uh, Goldust be the one that turns heel on Cody.
0: The match itself was interesting and uh, later on in the night, Cody ended up talking to Goldust, saying that he has the perfect partner for him, and I believe they said next week.
1: And he also <coughs> mentioned that he's never even seen the person, which me- leads me to believe it's someone behind a mask.
0: Wait, who said that? Cody, Cody said he's never seen the person before?
1: Yeah, he's never seen him before. I am hoping that it's not El Torito. It,
0: nah, I it won't. I don't
1: know. He said, he said that, so I'm figuring that maybe someone under a
0: mask. Maybe it'll turn out to be like Rey Mysterio. No, like Cody in a mask or something. Like no, like the Miz I, was Calgary kid. No, and won the championship or something. And no. then and that's like... yeah. Listen to, to me. That. Hold on. Let me write this in your head for a second. In your head, Goldust. They're having that match, whatever. And Goldust is about to pick up the victory. And his tag team partner, who is masked, beats, starts beating the shit out of Goldust. People start booing, boo, boo. Ride Baxel, so they can leave, whatever. Boom, unmasks. Cody. Whoa! There's your feud. Starter. No, no, because it's too predictable. No, it isn't. How, is
1: peop- how are people not going to know that that's Cody under a mask?
0: You'll wear something.
1: No, I'm not buying into that. And it's got to be Goldust that attacks Cody.
0: That's, that's want, not going to happen.
1: I think it is going to happen. I what? think that Goldust. I think that Goldust is going to get fed up and pissed off that Cody. That Cody's giving all these uh, chances to these other uh, partners, and none of them are working well with Goldust. He's been on a losing streak. I think Goldust is going to get frustrated and pissed off at Cody Rhodes for leaving him, and he's going to turn on Cody. He's going to slap him across the head, across the face, and he's going to get pissed off at him. Uh, I think Goldust is going to be the one to turn on, Col- uh, on Cody.
0: Slap chop at? <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. Don't answer
1: that. Um, you also had the Usos defeating Damien Sandow and Fandango. i uh, almost, taking I, out of this Sandow. I almost Sandow. said Funaki. Funaki. Yeah, I'm uh, right. Sandow coming out in... Interpretive dance, I yeah, guess
0: some ballet thing suit, full body skin tones suit full, with uh, the full the, fan
1: support. What are those things called? Those leotard.
0: No, not the leotard. The thing that is waving, those ribbons or something. Ribbon. He was
1: a ribbon dancer. Um, but yeah, Sandow, complete support of the crowd. They loved him. Everything that he did, they were supportive of him behind. Yeah, which was uh, actually
0: it's really great. And we said it before. Hopefully, the like. Because these fans were so behind Sandow here, hopefully it'll continue, and then that'll lead to maybe WWE taking their heads out of their asses. Their heads not in their it. asses. You don't know that. You don't know I where don't Damian Sandow is in WWE. You're assuming. So I'm going to assume that if he is on that bottom, 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 like let's throw this at him, Okay. hopefully WWE pulls their heads out of their ass and sees that the fans are behind him and backing him 100%. Well, you, I'm gonna on the other
1: going to be going that WWE is not as dumb as you make the math to be and that they're using reverse psychology because, in fact, Damian Sandow was not getting that much of a reaction back then. And now and since his losing streak, he, he got he was getting a lot. He wasn't losing, getting
0: the reactions because okay. the way they were booking him.
1: OK, but even still now he's getting a reaction. I can't talk to I can't talk. I can't yell or anything because this is already past 1 a.m. right now. But and I don't want to 21, wake up. Anyway.
0: My God.
1: But I think that this is the reverse psychology of it all. I think that now you have the crowd getting a reaction, giving a reaction to Damian Sandoz, something that he wasn't getting before because of the way he's booked. Now that the way that he's booked, he's getting the reaction. The IWC is supportive of him. Well, Every, you, said,
0: you said this already.
1: Yes, everyone is going to be supportive of him. I think that this is perfect, and I don't think that they are as dumb as you think that they are.
0: Well, in regard to this match, uh, there's no tag teams, and like we said, we argued it last week. There's you need new tag teams, and yeah. and bring bringing uh,
1: up the bringing up just the ascension's not going to help it,
0: right? Uh, and just one more note of this match, that that commentary, fuck you. Like you guys need to get the like they they need they need something, like it is. How was nobody hearing this? And, All and, right, let's move on. Am I right though? Like, yeah, Bo Dallas defeated Xavier
1: Woods. Um, we spoke about that already. Cesaro defeated RVD in a qualifying match for the Money in the Bank. We didn't discuss that yet. Well, we spoke about Bo Dallas on SmackDown. Nothing else to talk about there. I just well, it's one twenty. I gotta go. Yeah. Well. Um. So Cesaro defeated RVD in Money in the Bank qualifying match. Anything to note there?
0: Uh, well, Heyman cut a promo before the match, uh, almost alluding to Brock Lesnar being there. And all the dumb Minnesotans fucking thought Brock was going to come out, even though seconds before that we saw it's going to be Cesaro versus RVD now. Yeah, I, I actually
1: thought that uh, Brock Lesnar... No, I'm not during Raw, but I did think that maybe we had a chance to see Lesnar make an appearance because of being in Minnesota. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins
0: had an in-ring interview with Michael Cole. Uh, I don't think Michael Cole needed to be involved, but the Shield came out, uh, the lights went out, and then the Wyatts appeared. Uh, Rollins almost got attacked, and Bray and the Wyatts ran into the ring, and uh, John Cena then ended up running down and saved Rollins, which led to later on in the night, the main event, to be the Shield and John Cena defeating... The Wyatt family. Uh, this match hands down is great. Uh, I was expecting more for the like the aftermath aftermath of the match, but uh, Raw ended on a high note. And, definitely, yeah, definitely. Looking forward to more of that.
1: Um, some outside the ring news: Mark Henry, Kurt Hawkins getting into it on Twitter. Mark Henry posting on Twitter about him being with the company as long as he have has. Hawkins saying that he shouldn't have tweeted that he's an idiot. Then Henry tweeting back to him saying that an apology is due, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know. It is, it's Twitter, it's internet. Who yes. cares? Um, JTG trended on Facebook. What else do we have? Oh, Kofi Kingston, and Trent Beretta. Apparently, Trent Beretta tweeted out saying it should have been Kofi, and now everybody's saying that, uh, um, that they have beef and everything. Apparently, Beretta decided to. <laughs> who says
0: who says beef these days?
1: I don't know. But overall, if you believe that Kofi Kingston and Trent Beretta ever had any any problems, you're Thank believing you. you're stupid. Uh, don't believe everything you read on these stupid dirt sheets. Yeah. As I read these dirt sheets to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. All the rest of this stuff is all crap anyway. Yeah. Uh, that's it. All right, let's move on to some shameless plugs.
0: Fuck you, dude. <laughs> you got any shameless plugs? Shameless
1: plugs. It's that time again for the shameless plugs. Thank you, everyone, for promoting us during the weekend, especially during Monday Night Raw. These are the following people that did promote us, and a special thank you to them. So go follow them. Go follow Dylan at Louise Van Giggs11. Go follow WWE at E underscore WWE net. Shining Wizards at Wizards Podcast. WWE uh, you can go follow WWP, the weekly uh, weekly west weekly wrestling podcast at weekly W podcast. Don't forget to go follow Jobber Nation Radio at Jobber Nation. Those are some awesome go follow jobber nation go follow weekly w podcast without a doubt go follow steve at steve underscore of underscore smeg also go follow jasmine at reverse and don't forget to check out the president bits at president bits go follow b mountain b at nywc underscore sign guy also follow at yes movement guy go check out braden at nd4life12 also go follow justin at Rose at 316 he didn't leave a comment this week did he huh you there yeah i don't i'm trying to I think i don't think he did i don't think so boo on you no uh, apologize yeah i was about to say i'm joking uh go follow rohit at rohit cr2k also go follow ron at colts metalhead go follow perry the entertainer at the pte show also go follow ali at the alley cat 1122. and last but never the least go follow aj fems at drew fem 97 as he made his return to the comment section this week uh thank you all very much for uh, promoting us, tweeting out about us, we much appreciate it. We want to reach eight thousand Twitter followers very soon. Uh, just bunch of wrestling fans stang- standing strong together on Twitter. Um, next promotion goes to On Point Wrestling. Unfinished Violence gonna be taking place July nineteenth, Saturday, um, at where is that at Williamstown New Jersey. You can go check them out on Facebook. Uh, you can go check them out on Twitter, twitter.com slash onpointwrestling, facebook.com slash wrestling. You're going to be seeing Balls Mahoney versus Matt Tremont in an unfinished, unfinished violence match, which is probably going to be very bloody. You'll see Joey Janela taking on Oz Tyler and a ton more. So go check them out in Williamstown, New Jersey, uh, upcoming soon. Also, go check out Beyond Wrestling Uncomfortable, taking place June 22nd in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, you can go check them out at Look My No Hands. Oh, wait. Look, man. Wait. No, I got it right. Look. Nope, I got it wrong. Look. <laughs> my. <laughs> Look My No Fans. Look my uh Beyond Wrestling this event, uncomfortable, is going to be taking place. You're going to be seeing it first time ever. Brian Cage versus Chris Dickinson. You'll also see Team Tremendous, Dan uh, Dan Barry and Bill Carr taking on Officer Colt Cabana and Super Cop Dick Justice, and a ton more. Make sure you check this event out. You'll also see Francis Kiplin uh, Francis Kiplin Stevens and Milk Chocolate teaming up with a uh, question mark unknown as of now to take on Blake Wallace, Blake Morris, Rex Lawless, Jesse Vane, and another unknown person. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, Stockade is going to be on the team of Milk Chocolate and Francis Kipling Stevens, I think they announced. Hmm. So go check them out. They're also going to be having Chris Hero there. And they'll also be har- uh, having Kurt Hawkins as well. So go check it out at com, And that is all my shout-outs for this episode. Shameless
0: plugs, damn you. (laughs) No, no, before we move on, I want to say that uh, I was just looking at results, and I saw for NXT that, uh, I guess, a taping tonight, Sin Cara teamed up with Kalisto. Very interesting. that's, That's a team that I could see working well.
1: Yeah, it's a team I could see working well together, but I really, I, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, we were just talking about tag teams, so I'm not gonna say that they shouldn't do it,
0: right? But honestly, uh, uh, but yeah, absolutely, they should. So
1: um, yeah, I mean, we they all, should. we we all know that Kalisto is going to be up there uh, and used as a Rey Mysterio kind of a guy at some point. Um, he could easily be a top name and a top draw.
0: Yeah. So I just want to, I just want to reiterate from last week is that. Uh, Ricardo, Rodriguez, uh, whatever, fuck, El Locale. I was a fan of El Locale too, but that just completely held Callisto back. So
1: Yeah, Callisto is too quick-paced uh, to be with Ricardo.
0: Yeah, so hopefully this, maybe maybe the Sin Cara thing, that'll be good for him. And, and it'll be a team that'll soar. Hopefully which, that uh, means that, that we won't be seeing Los Matadores. I didn't want to say a pun there. But, yeah. I'm a fan of Los Matadores, too, so... Eh, uh, I could give two shits about them. Because they're not like the high-flying wrestlers. Like, yes, they have some aerial moves, but it's it's different types. Like, Sin Cara and Kalisto are more Mexican-style. Yeah, well, I was going to say Mexican-style as opposed to uh, Los Matadores, who fucking come from Puerto Rico, even though they're built from wherever. Even though
1: like, even though JBL and Cole make inside jokes about them being Puerto Rican. Yeah, but um, I mean. I'm uh, You know I'm not a fan of Los Matadores. I mean I wasn't a fan of Primo and Epico before this. So it's not really like I'm changing my opinion on that. Yeah, but. Which is probably a first in the show with me uh, not
0: flip-flopping. Yeah, but you, you should just say it. Deliver the line. Ah, Brandon. You got any shameless plugs? Fuck you. Shout outs, bro. A friend of mine said the other day that Barack Obama was president. I said, I can't believe this. Brandon's got shout outs. It seems like a weekly thing. So uh, I might as well continue it with this shout out going to Smokey Robinson. I saw him on Friday night and it was just so awesome. Uh, I saw him perform once. He's performed one song at Madison Square Garden with Stevie Wonder and I always wanted to see him uh, perform his own show. And if you're into that kind of music, definitely go out and see him. These guys and girls aren't going to be there forever, and it's special. And uh, next, recently, up, I, recently I've
1: been on a jazz kick.
0: Yeah, jazz I can't get into. I
1: don't know. I've been listening. It's good for studying, wise. Like I've been listening to this band called Foreplay, and it's like it's all smooth jazz, but it, it's just relaxing. I mean, yeah, I, I could also picture having sex to it, but it's so relaxed. I was just
0: going to say, I was it going to make you come? <laughs>
1: what is it? Oh, sh- what is your thing? 101.3 or
0: 101.4 smooth jazz. Brandon, shout outs, going to make you
1: come.
0: <laughs> okay, relax. But uh, number two up next, uh, I'll be giving the shout out to. Uh, Willie Nelson Alison Krauss with Union Station and uh, Casey Musgraves uh, this was my 100th concert in seven years you believe that 100 concerts that's wild uh, and it was at Radio City Music Hall it was great Willie Nelson played till just about midnight like, Did like the smell of weed behind me like you you if you hear the the song is it is it in I forget what the song is called. Casey Musgrave sings one song.
1: I don't know. I like the song, Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I Die.
0: Yeah, they, they all sang that one together. Yeah, I like that song. As a, uh, what's it called? As an, not an encore, just just like, I guess, a closing, Shh, closing. Yeah. It's funny that he sings it with Snoop Dogg, too, on a CD. Yeah. But the song, I think it's Follow Your Arrow. By Casey Musgraves. At one point, she says, "Or roll up a joint." This fucking guy. Every single time she said that in the song, he's like, "Ah, will." <laughs> I'm like, "Relax, bro." Like,
1: <laughs> "Relax, bro." It's just a song.
0: Yeah. Oh man, dude, at Smokey Robinson too. Not, not, not weed reference, but uh, I was sitting up for Smokey Robinson at the Beacon Theater. I was one, two, three, I was four rows from the top of the theater in one section, and uh, this this guy, this couple was sitting four rows behind me in the last row, there were only like two or three seats there, and as soon as Smokey Robinson comes out, they're both like, Smokey, Smokey, like yelling as like. Let him fucking sing. Like, listen to the song. And then, like, he's, like, singing one song. They're like, oh, my God, Smokey. I'm like, I want to hear the song, not you yell Smokey. Am I right? You
1: are correct.
0: And then finally, the third shout-out will be going to Ian Edwards. Uh, Yeah, Ian. (laughs) I thought you were about to say, oh, I know him. i have uh, no clue he's a comedian and this past week he was on conan doing stand-up and one of his jokes was uh wrestling related war wrestling related uh definitely go check him out it was a funny joke it was a a can't you repeat it it was a racial joke with uh he was talking about how he's like man i didn't fucking sign up for al sharpton to be the speaker of my race He's like, that's like, what if white people signed up and had Hulk Hogan be the speaker of his race, of their race? Be like, you know something mean, Gene, look at this, white people, crimes or whatever he said. I don't remember, but I funny. hate
1: Al Sharpton. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I, I feel like he just creates, he's just a shitster. Like, Man. yeah, he, I mean, he does do a lot for, uh, for equal rights and everything, but he's just, he, he's such a shitster. stir. He really is. Yeah. I think that
0: he's a reverse racist. And uh, he uh, was a past Monday Night Raw guest host. Uh, I mean, I guess I could tie it in here, which we didn't speak about. Next week on Monday Night Raw, we'll be having a guest host, that being uh, Kevin Hart.
1: Talking about reverse racist?
0: No, not at all. Me?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> but <he's> like, <laughs> I was talking about Kevin Hart, but he's really funny.
0: He's not racist at all. Yeah. So um, uh, we have that to
1: look forward to. It would be interesting to see how they use him.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, I could just see him in a backstage segment, probably standing up with next to Big Show, like something stupid.
0: Yeah, or we could see him Rusev crush. Or we could
1: see no him way. in a match with El Torito. They're about the same size.
0: But, uh, which I'm sure, Kevin, if you're listening to this, yeah, whatever. Dave's the same size as you, so... <laughs> uh, true. I guess we can move on to... I probably have an inch on him. Uh, yeah, right. I've heard stories of him. <laughs> Our... <laughs>
1: It is mark moment of the week time. Um, Brandon, do you have anything?
0: No, I don't think I do.
1: <laughs> I mean, other
0: honestly, huh?
1: I don't know. All right, I got during class this week. Uh, one of my professors was talking about biomechanics, and he brought he at some point made mention. He said uh, nothing could defy uh, defy gravity, and of course, right away, Adrian uh, right Neville away. pops into my head.
0: Oh, it was Adrian Neville.
1: Yeah, Adrian Neville pops into my head. Um, and then there was another point during class where uh, he was talking about mechanical efficiency. And he and he used the term bang, uh, more bang for your buck. And, of course, I thought about the Young Bucks because that's their finisher. So those, not, those two were pretty uh, marky of me.
0: Now that I'm thinking of that phrase, though,
1: mm-hmm. isn't
0: that f- fucked up?
1: Bang for your buck?
0: Doesn't that sound like it's like a phrase about paying for sex? Yeah, that's kind of funny. I wonder if it's, if it's more of like a gun reference or something. I never thought about it. Oh, I,
1: I mean, uh, not uh, wrestling-wise, I marked out this week. With? Uh, uh, the Tony Awards. Oh, not what
0: I thought you were going to say at all. Yeah, I don't think anybody
1: expected that one. Uh, with Neil Patrick Harris's performance of uh, Hedwig...
0: That, uh, the play that he's in, the Hedwig yes. and the Angry Inch, that where he plays, with... he, if I'm not mistaken, he plays a, a post op, uh,
1: yeah, uh, failed surgery, I think. Oh, um, and then I also marked up, excuse me, I marked out when they, there was a performance of A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, and I thought that their performance was awesome, uh, I mean, obviously, I'm a big fan of the theater and all of that, and I was, and this part, and I was a big fan of "A Gentleman's Guide to the Love and Murder." I actually, after seeing them perform that song, I kind of really want to see the play. Yes, yeah, so.
0: so folks, support Broadway, support off Broadway, in New York City. If you live here, one of the greatest, uh, the greatest city in the world. There's uh, entertainment around every corner. Even even locally support your and local I was, theaters. Yeah, I was gonna say. And if you don't live in New York City, there's theater everywhere. So. Yeah, su-
1: support local. I mean, they're always. I mean, I'm not gonna say they're always entertaining, but if you need to, oh if no, you they're nothing,
0: always entertaining.
1: <laughs> if, you, if you have an, a free night or you're trying to figure out something to do, don't like, don't neglect not going to see a theater play uh going, going somewhere like that i mean yeah
0: be like oh, fuck it it's saturday night i have nothing to do i'll see who framed roger rabbit the stage play
1: dude they're putting on uh up, up here uh <laughs> up here up here they're putting on a cat in a hat i may go see that soon i mean that's always a good play
0: has anyone ever done a stage version of who shot who framed roger rabbit
1: i don't know probably not that would be
0: so difficult to do I know they're doing
1: Evil Dead up here. I really want to see that. Yeah, Evil Dead? Yeah, it's based off the movie, but, like, it's I just... Have, what
0: else would it have been based off? Of a book?
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you know <laughs> that was even a movie. Yeah, I know what Evil Dead is. I've heard of it. And apparently, like, the first, like, few rows, they call it a splatter zone because there's so much blood and gore in the play. Oh, uh, so it's where like they send... a
0: war concert? Yeah, it's kind of like a war concert. Except it's um, not demon jizz and gum uh,
1: I don't know I, there are sure a lot of blood. demons there are a lot of demons yeah but, um, there's
0: no there's no income. I don't
1: I don't think so, but maybe uh yeah, so that's the podcast this week
0: which oh, is so even, surprising.
1: and we didn't even talk about like school stories or any funny pastime stories and stuff
0: I don't have I don't I wasn't a fun person as a child.
1: Uh he's telling the truth. He really wasn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was the
1: yeah. podcast. If you want to hear us talk about something specific, write into us. Let yeah, us know what us, kind of a story you want to Ask us uh, questions.
0: Hear. Ask us questions. We're an open book for the most yeah,
1: part. For the most part. I mean, we're not going to spill I'm not going to tell you how
0: much I weigh or anything.
1: Uh, <laughs> no. let just He's kind of light. Um, Fuck you. What is that? Yeah, go go check out. Go like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Go follow us on Twitter, twitter.com/slash mark, and we are trying to get to that eight thousand follower mark. Please help us go there. We will, as you see on the, as you hear on the podcast, and see on Twitter, we are we keep our promises and our word. We will promote you. We will put your name out there and try to get you some followers in return, uh, and to show our thanks and gratitude. Um, go follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. You could go follow me on Twitter at rave underscore M-O. You can go listen to all of our past episodes at markandhat.com. And we wish you the best of luck in your future
0: Happy Father's Day. Yes, happy Father's Day to every father out there. not that it had i mean it happens every fucking year or whatever but uh when the moon and the stars align the podcast is over thank you for listening thank you for allowing us to be into your ears or your mouth i don't know if people do that these days (laughs) really that's how (laughs) we're gonna close off this show thank you for allowing us to be in
1: your ears and your mouth really
0: <laughs> yeah, and have a have a happy Fourth of July in advance. Bye. Really? <laughs>